0: Welcome back, everybody, to another night with Big Deck Energy. I am, I am Allie.
1: <laughs> I am Scala. I am Mitch.
0: Hit us. Hi, everybody. <laughs> you could follow us at uh, YouTube at
1: Big Deck Energy. Oh Link to our Discord on uh, SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Also, Big Deck Energy. Twitter, Big Deck Energy underscore. And Instagram, Big Deck Energy Podcast. The last time I promise you'll ever hear this accent. Thank
0: you, Mr. Hanky. <laughs> I think you got all of them. Did
1: I actually get all of them? I don't know. I was laughing. I was not paying attention.
0: You did get the Discord. Yeah, it
1: was probably a bad idea. Nobody's going <laughs> to This is their that's first it. episode.
0: They'll remember very well. We'll see. Hot at home. <laughs> oh, God. God, that's so distracting. Yeah, so
1: as you can tell, we're going to freestyle <laughs> this episode <laughs> again. Again. <laughs> no, we got some reviews here. Look at these. Look, Look at Yeah, we do have a couple couple game reviews
0: um we have some shout outs and um first on the agenda is i got stuck in the folding chair
2: wow she brought it up she brought it up i offered 10 times (laughs) offered 10 times was it 10 i i um it was not 10 i'm gonna plead the fifth it was not 10 it was
0: i came in you were sitting in the chair and i said get out of my chair you did not you slid over and then i got a folding chair
2: and then I offered to switch.
0: Not 10 times. And
2: Several this is times. how the podcast ends.
0: <laughs>
2: you know
1: what?
0: <laughs> well, I'm sick and tired of you showing up here, stealing my chair.
1: This is going to be like our, uh, switch chairs right now? our reality no. show episode where we just start throwing shit at each
2: other.
0: Flip the table, <laughs> break everything. No, I don't want to switch chairs. You sure? No.
2: Oh, You're not sure? No, I don't want to switch chairs. Okay. I'm
0: actually kind of comfortable here. You know, just sitting in my folding chair for two hours. (laughs) Shout out to uh, my team that I work with. Um, They all discovered today that I am on a podcast. So uh, explaining Big Deck Energy is the name of my podcast was...
1: I wish I could have been there for that. (laughs) To your boss.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, whatever. Shout out to them. They all said they were going to come subscribe and watch all of our videos, so... Yikes! Don't fire me.
2: What was the uh, what was what was awkward about that? What do you mean? What was awkward about the title of the podcast? <laughs>
0: I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Ugh. I just said it very slowly. Big deck energy because I had the mask on, so I wanted to make sure they uh-huh. they heard me properly.
1: Uh-huh. We will convince Brittany to come on this podcast at some point.
0: Yes, one of the people I work with. She's too shy, but she'll be on here to talk about. Anime.
1: Anime, yes. And she's like the queen of uh Mario Kart. I've never seen anybody beat her before. Yeah. It's insane.
0: She's really good at that. She's really good at uh I'll beat her. video games. <laughs> I can do it.
2: I'm actually terrible at Mario Kart. I, am I can't too. do it. Me too. I'm I'm really bad. The at first me. time you guys recorded here, I played Mario Kart in that room and you <laughs> lost for like a lot, 2 right? hours and I came in last place like every time. Oh my
0: god. Well, you suck. <laughs> um, but she's like the queen of Anime. Yes. Yes. So When we get it to that, we are going to force Brittany on here, so she'll be here one day.
2: One day. Shout out to Brittany.
0: Shout out, who is also on my management team? Yes, (laughs) she's part of that part of that group. Um, shout out to Avilio for letting me leave early.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely (laughs) shout out to him for that. I also Um, worked with your entire management team except Avilio, I think. And 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 Tanasia, Tanasia. yeah,
0: Yeah. Avilio, Tanasia, Kathy, Javen, Brittany. Did I miss anybody?
1: Does Kathy watch his podcast?
0: I don't know, but I told her to, and she made me write it down so she could go subscribe to it when she got home.
1: If if Kathy <laughs> drops a comment on this episode, my life will be complete. Like I could die tomorrow and I'll be completely Kathy, fine. Kathy,
0: please drop a comment down below. Um I think I said everybody. So thanks guys for How
1: could you forget Drew? <laughs>
0: <laughs> my
1: wow, guy Drew. Because Drew. Drew
0: and I got into an argument today. <laughs> In <laughs> Drew, Drew fashion <laughs> Because Drew told me The Roni doesn't exist So you know how that went
1: oh, It wow. doesn't surprise me That he would say that
0: <laughs> He told me it doesn't exist And then when I was like drew suffer," The whole world made it up And he was like Yeah The whole world
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah now you're getting it Now you're understanding
0: <laughs> I had a big brain moment Finally There we go So And then we fought about something Oh, oh my god I love him But man The shit we fight about same it's just we got into an argument about the uh terminology uh money like what (laughs) what like there's physical money right fiscal and physical money then there's theoretical money like inventory and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and how he tried to tell me the same thing and i was like they're they're not the same it's (laughs)
1: such a weird (laughs) argument to make
0: remind me to tell you the story (laughs) later it's just it's it's not podcast related material but it's oh my god you guys just ever have people like that who you just you adore them was it
2: an argument based on semantics like was one No, no no it was
0: like i shouldn't be responsible for money and i said that's not money that's food and he said well that's the same thing and i was like in the grand scheme of things and then like started to insult my uh, it was one of those like well you used to do this job you should know and I was like shut up
1: uh, one of you those know what things. I mean like I mean
0: and I was like that logic
1: would work if we still had the barter system food and okay. money would be the same thing but it's
0: theoretically it's the same thing but let me paint this picture for you there we go I'll paint it let's go he was like you know what whatever it's podcast material tonight Come on, bye, <laughs> <laughs> he was like so we're getting we're getting a, a a freezer fixed or something like that, mm. and it was locked. And he was like, "How dare you lock it?" First of all, I didn't lock it. Like I don't know why you're coming How crazy. How dare you? How dare, How dare I lock you? it? I didn't lock it. Tells me he doesn't have keys. I said, "Yes, you do." And he's like, "Nope, I don't. I have nothing to do with money." And that's where that conversation went from. Oh, okay. And I said, "Let me ask this question: Is the freezer broken?" Yes. So is there any food in it? No. Your argument's done. I don't know what you want me to say. (laughs) Oh man! So it was just one of those days, but I do love my guy Drew.
2: Hasn't he worked with you long enough to know that it's a bad idea to argue with you? You would think. But see, the thing about Drew is he enjoys it. He He enjoys the
0: argument. We we enjoy each other's arguments.
1: That was always my me me and Drew because we're both loud too. We'd get in the most heated debates, and it was just you know it was like the highlight of our days. (laughs)
0: yeah exactly. so it's so mad at each other, but it was fun yeah, yeah it's fun it's like again it's not a malice thing but there's just sometimes we're just like what are you saying and yep. that was one of them so that was my day guys <laughs> um and my shout outs that i promised so i'm all caught up so uh I'm any gonna... other
2: shout outs we need
0: oh of course sleepy casey well casey yes. of course of course my girl sleepy casey um Thank you to everybody who uh, was super supportive of the podcast last week. Everyone was really receptive to like the ridiculous. Our, our stupid accents. Yeah, ridiculous accents. Um, it was really nice. A lot of people reached out to me and said they enjoyed it, which is fun. Shout out to. I'm just
1: realizing people heard that. I'm just
2: remembering. <laughs> yeah, that
0: sucks, doesn't it? Shout out to uh, our guy, Ghost Unit 25, Woo! who is playing Among Us, hasn't played with me yet, but we'll get He's there. He's on the server, though, right? He's on our He's- server, yeah.
2: He's got a few. He's on all room. of our servers. There we go. <laughs> He's still our only fan no. on, our, on our actual <laughs> on our BDE Discord server. Number
0: one supporter. Yep. yep. So shout out to you, dude. Um. Uh. Hopefully, their Kickstarter's coming soon. November, maybe? they releasing it was? releasing more stuff or October? Soon, I would think.
1: Yeah. We'll have to catch up with yeah. him and then maybe do an update on the podcast.
2: That's
0: it. Maybe we'll like remote him in or something.
2: Special guest. Episode. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Get him up there. Um right so some exciting events coming up we don't have anything planned but we're talking about it yep yeah we're talking about maybe live d d
2: running an event or of some sort so
0: if anyone is interested let us know let us know your thoughts um i i think it's gonna be d d it's the most accessible and i think it's the most that people want to play yeah so, but like we could do burning wheel yeah but if like uh, suddenly everybody's like nah i want to be cool i don't want to play d d yeah, I could run VTM. You can run Burning Wheel.
1: Yeah, there'll there'll be multiple options. I mean, Blades in the Dark. You know, we're still going over the logistics. This is something Call that um you. our producer Joe just brought up to yeah. us and got us thinking about it. So we have to work through everything. But there's a lot of different things we could do. It could just be us explaining it, and you know, yeah. we could have a one shot set up for different, all different, but you know, we'd campaigns or love to hear systems.
0: Some feedback of what people are interested in. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll take it to the gram and Twitter and all of that. Um, the gram. I don't know. It's what, it's what the kids are calling it these days, I
2: think. Oh, it's those kids.
0: Oh, De- those, them's kids. Those
2: wild and crazy kids.
0: I think we were supposed to talk in accents this week, but we figured you guys did not want to hear three different accents.
2: Yeah, especially on
1: a freestyle episode. <laughs> it's going to take me like an hour to respond because I'm going to have to think about how I'm going to do the accent and what I'm going to say. And, Hi. You know. I <laughs> would definitely not. <laughs> I promise, if we do do that accent episode, that won't be the one I'm using. I just figured.
0: What I'll, accent
2: would you like me to?
0: I was use going to say. I think episode. I'm just going to talk in like a different accent every little bit in this episode and see what happens. There we go.
2: That's not going to be confusing. <laughs> not at all.
0: It'll be like you're playing with Thea Copperfield. Copperfield. Don't ever say my name wrong again. The dis.
1: One bad narrative telephone, dis- and your names change forever,
0: bro. <laughs> I have a thing with people saying and spelling my name wrong. My name is not hard. You
2: have always had that thing. You never, never never me never off. like that.
0: Okay, Ali. I can see if you spe- spell it A L L Y A L L I maybe A L I E is not Ali, first of all. That is Ali. That is how English works.
2: No, right. Ali is A L I.
0: That I uh, did I not just say that. I E you said oh A L i'm sorry
1: yeah that's that's just nothing
0: yeah Ali is ali
1: isn't a l l y also ally yeah that's ally i guess i, yeah. I think there's only one way to actually
0: a l l e y is Ali, like an alleyway yeah oh okay yeah
1: that i could see but yeah
0: yeah yeah a l l i e best way only way thanks thanks for attending my ted talk
1: do you also go by allison
0: absolutely not <laughs> no oh my god wasn't that
1: your name on discord or something like that no that, that wasn't did somebody me. change it that was dr
0: red okay who I changed saw his that. name to allison to piss me off oh that was dr Red. yes to piss me off
1: that's hilarious because
0: when we were playing among us he called me allison and i was like don't you ever fucking do that but i try not to let it bother me because i know that he knows it bothers me and yeah. i know that's why he does it so i try to not let it bother me so he started doing it and then someone else called me. and I was like, can you stop? And then he changed his name to Allison so that everybody would keep saying it, even though yeah. it wasn't like to, to you. Yeah. So um, shout out to you, jerk. Yeah. Douchebag move. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then he changed his name to Among Us on our server. So when you tag Among Us, his name also. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what the fuck, man? Now I had to scroll through. <laughs> That's why he yeah. did
0: it. Troll life. Yeah.
1: Troll. It was a good one. I it's it a good
0: so. one. That's a good one. Yeah. 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 appreciated that one um yeah so no i don't go by allison thank you i do you know every time i type it i spell it wrong because what my fingers aren't not like intentionally but you know like you're used to typing and i type fast very fast and without Mm -hmm. looking but when i type my name because i'm so not used to it i literally always felt like a l i l s o like i always like mix up my letters Uh i can't uh spell my own name right because i don't probably it. because you're
1: so used to saying Allie like you're mixing Allison exactly. with Allie yeah. it's
0: so hard for me to type it that literally every time I write Allison I spell it wrong because <laughs> it just doesn't happen for me so no that's like does anyone ever call you by your first name
1: uh, yeah Anthony. Not, not that's so alive <laughs> <laughs> look you
0: about to be dead now
1: yeah that, it is ultimately the same thing it's yeah. the
0: same thing and it's not that it bothers me when people say Allison like Someone who doesn't know me and calls me Allison, it doesn't, like, bother me. What bothers me is if I've never... So, like, at work, right? My name is Allison on, on like, our scheduling stuff because, mm-hmm. obviously, that's my name. But, like, if I've never introduced myself as Allison, why would you start calling me that?
1: You know you could change that on self-service?
0: Well, it like comes up nickname? as, like, my nickname. Like, on the schedule, it says Allie. But, like, oh, okay. on my email, it still says Allison. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, like, if they have to email me, half the time, the people we work with didn't actually know that my name wasn't Allie because they're like, who is this Allison?
2: People think they're being cute, though. Like, it doesn't bother me as much as you. But everywhere I've ever worked, somebody comes up and goes, is your name Mitchell? Is that, like, your full name? And I go, yeah. And they go, I'm going to call you that from now on. Like,
0: same thing. Right? Same thing happens to you. I'm not saying I did that to Mitch.
2: You literally did that to me.
1: I was going to say the only person I've ever heard call you Mitchell is I call
0: him Mitchell all the time.
1: <laughs> yep. I mean, mine was just because, you know, it's like, you know, I'm the last Scala. I'm the last male Scala. That's why I go by it. So if somebody calls me Anthony, I get, you know, I'm so used also, to it. Also,
0: it's an, it's an orig- like, obviously it's original, but it's original. Like, you're not, yeah. no one, you're not going to be like, oh, someone's saying Scala and then it's another dude.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm Italian. So my entire family is Anthony, Anthony, Johnny, and Vinny. And that's my two brothers, Johnny and Vinny.
0: Right. Yep. So it's like, and you could be somewhere. Like, I bet you you've worked with Anthony's yeah. in your life.
2: Yeah, and I usually don't like him, the ironic part. Bro, you should just start going by Tony. <laughs> <laughs> and then just speak with, like, a real Italian accent. But it's uniron- just, like, unironically. Just like, just, like, start referring to yourself as Tony. Put it on all your name tags <laughs> and see how, like, the whole world reacts. Your whole world reacts. I will
0: never call you anything but Scala. Just say so you no. Know. I, I don't think I could. I I literally forget what your first name is half the time. Should like I not, forget. <laughs> not that I forget, like if someone asks me, like sometimes when I'm talking about you in like a work context, I'll be like, "Oh, you know, Anthony." But like
1: yeah, I'm I'm faster to respond to Skyler than Anthony Skylar?
3: because there's there's
1: this thing with like a uh, sir cert- I don't know, if you have a certain accent like our uh, our global guy at Chala like he 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 calls me. He's like, "Hey, uh, Skylar, you know, all the guests have left the building." And I've gotten so used to it because I know like I don't know, if you have a certain accent, you can't say scholar, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know?
0: I've heard people call you scholar, I've which heard bothers that too. me. Scholar.
2: I'm like, <laughs> <"That's> <laughs> I guess. That's just cuz they think he's so smart.
1: That that's how I try to take it, you know. Yeah. I've it's... gotten scallop. I've gotten that before. Yeah, I feel like I've heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> Sylvia used to make up a whole a whole slew well, of have names. you
0: seen Sylvia's last name?
1: My name was a Christmas carol one year. Scala la la, la 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 You la know that's what yeah, you are in my definitely. phone, right?
2: Yeah,
0: probably. Yeah. Yeah. Scala la la. La, yep. la
2: We might refer to you as Scala la la when you're not around.
0: Maybe. <laughs> that's because if you like text me or something and it comes up in the car it's like Scala like my Siri will go Scala la, 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 la texted you. <laughs> and I don't know that's why funny. I put your name as that years ago obviously. Mm. But, oh no, I got a new phone one year and it like deleted everyone's number and texted me. And I was like, "Scallop, la, la, You know. <laughs> and I'd rather
1: go by any of those names, even Scallops, than Anthony.
0: <laughs> scallops. Tony Scallops. Tony
1: Scallops? Come on. <laughs> Tony Scallops. Hey, how's it going? I'm Tony Scallops. Tony Scallops. You're going to be sleeping with the fishes.
0: <laughs> Tony Scallops.
1: Leave you right over there by the Meadowlands.
0: In the No, about the Meadowlands.
1: <laughs> In the pursuit. In the pursuit.
0: Oh, oh, gabagool. In the Gabagool.
1: All right. My you Italian know. side has just disowned me. There we go.
2: <laughs> it's alright.
0: Oh my god. Whatever. You can it's be... all right. Yeah. Well
2: haven't they seen the Sopranos? Like, come oh, on.
0: Oh my god, you are <laughs> freaking Sopranos. <laughs>
2: uh-uh.
0: I can't with you. Um oh, I have an idea. Hear me okay. out. Again, it's not podcast related, but everyone is invited. I think I want to throw a murder mystery for my birthday party. Murder mystery murder dinner. Mystery? Yeah. I want to murder someone. Yeah. <laughs> See, she, <this> she, is, <laughs>
2: she hit me with
1: that one yesterday. You know, we knew this was going to happen eventually, so I'm not surprised. But okay. if we
0: stage it, it's legal.
1: I guess. <laughs> That's true. I guess.
0: <laughs> it's uh like Among Us, just in person. <gasps>
1: I was just talking about this with uh, with one of my supervisors the other day, where I wanted to do Among Us like live Among Us at the theater, where like you have tasks, right? It'd be Honestly, like you know, like, dredge a pan of chicken or like fill the fill sandy popcorn, buckets, yeah, yeah, and and that and you'd use like the red, you know, like COVID stickers, <laughs> like that's how you kill like, somebody in Amazing. Yep. I'm not gonna lie. You're about I'm it. Kind of about it. Yeah, one of the, we'll do it at one of those theaters that are
2: only open two hours <laughs> during the week. <laughs>
0: Oh man, that sounds fun. I don't bring that up. <laughs> so one time,
2: guys. one time the uh, power went out at Clifton, and we played Manhunt. And we had this GM. He was like six foot five and like <laughs> a toothpick, and he just like slid between the wall and the standee, and like nobody found him for an hour. Honestly, <laughs> you remember Andrew? No, you don't remember. He he wasn't maybe he wasn't the GM when you were there. No, my
1: my first GM was uh, a was Kristen. Kristen. Yeah, I yeah, because yeah, yeah, she came. I think it was like two weeks before I had gotten to Clifton.
0: Oh God, good times, guys. Yep. <laughs> um. So for my birthday party, I want to throw a murder mystery dinner, and I want everyone to dress up and wear like monocles and shit.
1: Wait, what are we gonna dress up as? Okay. So like, so what we're planning to do when we go back to Broadway? Pretty much. Is that- oh yeah,
0: okay. yeah. Also, our Broadway plan. <laughs> <laughs> Catch us live in New York City when Broadway opens. Yep. Oh man, we'll like vlog it or something so everyone can oh, see us. <laughs> Bring
1: the GoPro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you can see us dress up in our fancy attire
1: as the DeBiville family.
0: Yeah, yes, as the DeBiville family. DeBiville. <gasps> there was a murder in the DeBiville household. The DeBiville. <laughs>
1: the De mansion. I love De it. De
2: I love
0: mansion. it. So that's what I want to do for my birthday party. Just so no. Um, if anybody's interested, two weeks, come to the DeBiville murder mansion party. Um. I promise you will not get murdered.
2: We need a mansion for that.
0: Yeah, if anyone has... I actually know where you can rent a mansion. Anyway.
2: Why do you, <laughs> why do you know where to rent a mansion?
0: Let's just say I have interesting hobbies. <laughs> just... um, On
1: her days off, she actually plays a Disney princess. She rents yeah, out a right. mansion.
0: Yeah, I don't hang out with anybody. I actually sit by myself. <laughs> sit in my tower. I brush my hair. Oh, my God. When will my life begin? Oh my god. But daddy, I love him.
1: <laughs> that was a really good accent.
0: <laughs> I did that the other day at the mall. At the mansion. <laughs> at the mall. I was with Sarah and I saw like a little mermaid thing and I was like, "But daddy, I love him." <laughs> she was like, "Stop doing." That. It's true though. Oh. Me and Me and Ariel. You know, we kick it on uh Tuesdays. I think
1: before- I'm going to Garden State tomorrow. First time I'm going to a mall outside of the Ooh. shops. Yeah.
0: You going to go shopping?
1: Uh, Caroline's going. I told her I'd go with her. You know, we're. I think we're screening a movie tomorrow night. So she was going to do that before and we both opened. So I was like, all right, you know, I think I'm ready to go to a mall. How many people could possibly be? Are they, are they busy? Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure I already have the antibodies. <laughs> we were talking about this the other day, too, because at one point in like December, our entire building was
0: <laughs> Yeah, that happened to mine, too. Yeah, so I'm
2: pretty sure we're all good at this point. All
0: right. So we've been at work all this time. I don't know. Yeah. I've eaten while at work, and I feel like if I haven't gotten sick yet.
2: Wait, are you know, the malls busy?
0: Yeah. Really? Really busy. How do they
2: control? That that would be my question. There's no of... control. Oh, okay.
0: The stores control themselves. Okay. So but the like, mall
2: can't control how many... They don't know how many people are no, the around. No, the mall
0: can't, because they have so many entrances. But, but they have
1: segues. Can't they just...
0: <laughs> no. But the, the it's really bad. The stores control their sel- themselves so like they have like lines and stuff outside that like mm-hmm. you know whatever but um the mall itself is like out of control
2: yikes we'll see what happens where was i oh when we we, we picked up ice cream the other night mm-hmm. from friendlies that place was more than 25 percent easily
0: it, be getting wild. it was full there's a bunch of hot spots that happened again recently
1: so what happens in situations like let's say i walk into a place right and it's clearly past 25 percent. like call the cops can i I do that though yeah you you can call
0: the cops for people not wearing masks like if someone comes and they're not wearing a mask and you like hey wear a mask or leave and they don't leave you can call the cops
2: can they be arrested well in a place of business you can you can have them leave yeah Mm. You know. Well,
0: I don't think they're, like, arrested. I think they can be fined for it.
2: Okay, because
1: that's what I'm curious about.
0: Like, is I there, like, a charge they, that's associated depends on if the town uh, has made an ordinance or not? Yeah, but the whole okay. state has.
2: Not, They haven't actually... There's no, like, actual state ordinance, though.
0: So we're all just... We're winging it. <laughs> all right, whatever. Anyway, off the COVID topic, because I just don't give a shit about it. Yeah. And it doesn't exist according to Drew, so...
1: Yep, Pandaroni doesn't exist.
0: Pandaroni not existed according Pandaroni. to Drew. Um let's talk about some games
2: sure we played some good ones we played one or two good ones well,
0: we played two well actually i didn't play this one
2: uh jarl that's the one so, i
0: liked let's talk about jarl uh, but you have to talk about it in a viking accent <laughs> so
2: happy leaf Erickson day Hinger, dinger, dinger.
0: that's like is that what vikings sound like i don't think uh, so. uh,
2: that some of them spongebob there's there's yeah, different i've vikings,
0: seen but, spongebob know. i'm a super fan remember i took the quiz oh yeah SpongeBob is
1: awesome no uh yeah it's it's a very it's very similar to chess, two player game. It's like a chess it's like a mutation yeah. of chess. Uh it's based off of probably my favorite show in the world, uh Vikings. Nice. Uh it's the actual main character right there, Ragnar Lothbrok. He he's the man. Ragnar. Uh, so Ragnar. It's a uh, yeah, it's it's really fun the it adds an element of kind of surprise because you you only start with three pieces on the board and you have things like Shield Maidens, Berserkers, uh, obviously Jarls, uh, all that stuff. And you start with three pieces and every turn you have a choice to make. You either uh, draw from your bag randomly uh, another tile or you move one of your tiles. Uh, If you choose to move one of your tiles, you have to flip it though. And on the other side, it'd be different movements you could do and there's different actions like defense, uh, strike... Uh, some are just move or jump, so it's it's very similar to chess. It's one of those games, um, and I, I am a fan of games like this where you you kind of don't talk because you're so focused. Yeah. Me and yeah. Mitch were silent, and Allie oh. was so uncomfortable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was being a little obnoxious. She was like, I don't like this because <laughs> they were so focused, and I was like, so guys, how's everybody's day? They're not talking to me. trying and to, and to win. Like, okay, I'll just read the instructions. Don't worry. <laughs>
2: That's exactly. <like> that. <laughs> That is, like, my favorite aspect of the game, though. Like, obviously, it's like chess, and that's mm-hmm. just an awesome bedrock of, of strategy and stuff. But the idea of you either move or you reinforce is really Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's definitely, um,
1: I'm by no aspect good at the game. Yeah, we only played it a couple times, but I could see me already kind of thinking of strategies and stuff like that and different ways we could play it. Definitely want to play it again soon.
2: Um, I
0: would like to learn it. Uh, they haven't let yeah, me it's play a, it yet. It's a lot
1: of fun.
2: I could definitely see us revisiting this. I mean, we already have. Usually, yeah. when we when we review a game, I, I mean, we're trying to come up or, or find new games to review on the podcast. It's, it's we don't really revisit too much once we. Yeah, that's the unfortunate. Made up our mind. We on played game.
0: unmatched a few times.
2: Yeah, 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 and there's and there's a couple games, that, and this is one of them. We've played this yeah. more for the purpose of the... learning it and reviewing it, yeah. and then we played it just because we wanted just to play fun, it a couple yeah. times
0: interesting thing about this like um chess is it's only a two-player game Mm -hmm. right
1: and it's also um this is kind of i don't want to it's like a not an expansion but kind of like a spin-off of a game called the duke which it's Mm -hmm. actually uh the pieces are interchangeable so what people can do is uh you could one side can play as the jarl and the other side could play as the duke at same board, same setup, and all that stuff. So it's very interesting. Uh, at a kind of a different element. That is the spinoff,
2: or this is the spinoff of the
1: Duke. This this is like the spinoff. This is the really? Duke was first, okay. and then this came because this is kind of like based off of the TV show. And I guess like the Duke, the mechanics kind of is fit with what like they wanted game, to do. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. So I didn't play this game, but you guys were super into this game. You guys had a lot of fun both times. Yes. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I played enough both times you guys played it. I was walking in on you. I wasn't like watching you play. Yeah, it was. It was the first you really time didn't I was a good going chance. to get food, and then the second time I was working. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, what would you guys rate this one?
1: This this is a this is a high one for me. Yeah? I'm, I'm probably gonna give it. I'm probably gonna give this one a nine.
0: Oh.
2: yeah. You know, this is this is ranks highly on the strategy, on the yeah. thinking, on the like. You, you you you. It's not just like a. It's not like a Donner dinner party. where you just put it on and you just kind of like yeah. you're having fun and you're not really you know you don't really you're just shooting the shit. This is more like you 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 want to win. You know what I mean. Once you start playing, you're like, yes. I don't want to stop till till I win. I want to win this game. There's a sense That's of accomplishment how I if you if you win this match. Yeah, I, I specifically remember Allie being like, "All right, guys, uh, tournament Avalon is ready. You want to just move on to that one?" And we were like, "No, no, no, we're gonna finish. <laughs> please, can we finish, Allie? Please." Go on. Mitch, I believe. Um, I th- it was one and one. I think you won once and I won once.
1: Did I win
0: once? Well, then he would have won this last time because you won the first time.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure you won the I first. Did we finish the second game or did we go? No,
0: f- you finished the second game. I don't think you finished the first game when you played it.
2: Right, because we had to leave to come here to record. I'm trying to think.
0: Well, whatever. It doesn't yeah, matter because yeah. when I play, I'm going to win.
2: Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh destroy It, it is That's by uh, the- Catalyst Games catalyst games
0: yes i'm not patient so i'll probably lose
2: i don't believe it was very expensive
1: this one was on the cheaper end of what we've got i believe i believe it was only 25 dollars yeah
0: 25 money yeah
1: the pieces uh they they feel really nice too they're not cheap it's actually like carved pieces
0: yes if you couldn't hear me clicking them
1: check out uh ali's patreon for the asmr of Yarl.
0: actually it's gonna make good ASMR. i think i said that when you guys were playing it the other day yeah when i was playing with the bag um All right, y'all. So check it out. If you like Vikings and you like chess, uh, also coming a review of chess.
2: Absolutely. (laughs) We will review chess. We will be the first to review. want
0: to review chess. It's going to be really hard for the silent
1: podcast of, uh, you know, it's only going to work with the video, I guess. But you're just going to, you know, we're just going to sit here silently and
0: play chess. And I'll just commentate.
1: (laughs) She'll narrow it bishop to e4 <laughs> yeah
0: knight j- to e5 <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that's a wizard chess. me <laughs> see that would make it interesting honestly
2: i would watch that i'll be a knight
0: <laughs> me i'll be a knight
1: <laughs> we did talk about that though doing it with like every piece has a, a different voice yeah as. yeah <laughs> that's
0: a wizard chess. <laughs> oh man that's i can great. do that queen i'd actually know the, all the board i'll make you already up. have accents for all the pieces <laughs> i feel like
2: probably probably
0: I told you I do this in my free time when I talk to myself in my <laughs> castle. Wait, my mansion, not my castle. One day, one day I'll have a castle. Speaking of castles,
2: we also played a game called Tournament at Avalon.
0: This is also a spin-off game.
2: Is it really? I didn't know that either. Um, We've been it's not spin-offs. a
0: spin-off. It is from the creators of Tournament at Camelot. So I it's, oh, okay. it's like a sequel? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like same realm,
0: same type of thing, um, but kind of like this, right? Like mm-hmm. same game concept, but with a different set of characters. Yeah. Um. So it's like an
2: expansion pack.
0: No, because it's a, it, this is the standalone game. You don't need the other game. It's to kind of to like how it. we
1: talk about uh, like Fantasy Flight, how they have like the right, same mechanics right, but different right. games.
2: Yeah.
0: This different is, themes, I guess. So their thing is like, yeah, they call King Arthur to tournament. So, the first one was Camelot. This one is Avalon.
2: What did you guys think of this game?
0: The rule book is large, and that, to me, was intimidating when we started reading it at 11 o'clock at night.
2: I remember when you took out all the I pieces, like, oh. and my eyes started to get heavy, and I was like, oh, no.
0: But honestly, this game is not hard to play. It, no, was, not it was
2: actually, once it got going, it was a good game.
0: It's really fun, really simple. It's What I liked about it was that it's not so simple that you couldn't not read the instructions,
3: mm-hmm.
0: but it, like it was complex enough that there was some strategy to it which I didn't figure out to like the very end of the game when I played you with like those last cards where I turned the tides because I won and I just want to point that out. Of course. Me. Um, But the game you play as someone from you basically play as like a knight of the round table so you can choose from like King Arthur Lancelot. I think I played
2: I was Merlin.
0: I think I played did I play Galathorn or Lancelot?
2: I played Lancelot. So I played Galathorn.
0: I played your son. Galah- you played oh Galahad. 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 Galahad, I played your son.
2: Thank you, Kingsman. Um,
1: and you got like HP. That's the other, that's the part I don't know why it's so <laughs> simple, but I love the <laughs> fact that like it tracks your yeah. There's like a little board that tells oh, your uh, your, uh, so your health.
0: The cards are super big, which I don't know why is really attractive to me.
1: Very hard to shuffle though.
0: Very hard to shuffle, but the game is pretty simple. It plays like a tournament. There's weapons, uh, like like trump card, like spell. Card type yeah. of things. I don't know all the alchemy words. stuff like. that. Yeah, yeah. and basically it kind of plays like war, like the card game war. That's what I
2: was going to say. When it boils down, it's it's war with a bunch of little bells and whistles. Yeah, around. yeah.
0: Like this is chess with a lot yeah. of yeah. bells yeah. and yeah. whistles. Like yeah. Yeah. that's what it was. You had to like whoever was like the leading person of the tournament played a card. You had to follow suit. So if they played arrows, you had to play arrows. If they played whatever, you had swords. You had to play swords. Um, and then you had like special spell cards, and each. And whoever lost that hand takes the hand, and at the end, very very end, that's how much damage you would take. And that was pretty yeah. much it. Like that is like yeah. and at each its Each character had their form. own
1: like special ability and stuff like that. Right. Um. So like yeah.
0: Lancelot over here couldn't take, and if you didn't have cards to match, you had to like be shamed off the tournament field.
1: Yeah, which you lost uh, health. Like HP you lost. Or, yeah. yeah, you
0: lost five points of health, and Lancelot because of Lancelot didn't have to. He he could never be shamed. Lancelot could never be <laughs> shamed <laughs> until I turned off his special abilities. And then and I you lost. you took so much damage. I started oh that game, like, ahead
1: God. by so much. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, I was dead. I was well, the first one dead. Yeah.
2: Allie also turned around the game. Also. Yeah. She had took the most damage in the first couple rounds. Yep. And then she pulled some BS ability out of her butt <laughs> that was like, oh, I get 200 and HP for no reason. 150.
0: Yeah. And um, then each character also has, like, a sidekick. So it's usually, like, an equipment item. So, like, I had the Holy Grail. Yeah. So when I died, I drank from the Holy Grail, and then I went all the way back up to 150 HP.
2: Yeah, that was better than my wizard staff.
0: Yeah. I
1: think I lost so fast, I couldn't even use my Didn't you have, ability. like, armor or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I had something like that, yeah.
0: Um, and then, yeah, all the characters did something cool, and then these are, like, the little health things, which Scala was a huge fan of.
1: I loved it. The health cards. Yeah, and... Yeah, you have each side that's like, you know, you start off at, let's say, like, standard and you move on to, like, what is it, injured or something? So and it's like, cripple? so
0: the highest you can be is robust and then stable, then feeble, then crippled. Yep. So you can also change dead. how long your game is. So, like, if you wanted a short game, you could just start at feeble and only play with 200 health. If you wanted a long game, you start at robust and you play with 400. Yeah. We
2: started at...
0: 300.
2: Well, what is that? That's stable. St- we started at stable, played three players and i mm. believe the game was at least a half hour yeah. yeah it was longer than that yeah
0: because it was pretty late mm. by the time we finished and instead of playing this again we played game of thrones
2: yeah, yeah.
1: i lost so fast i skipped feeble and went straight to dead
0: i did that too yeah. but the, i mean i went back up but mm. um but the cards are really cool like they have like a it's like a little book so they have like the person and then on the back it tells you who they are in Avalon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like Like Sir Percival, the holy fool. And then literally it goes into his whole history of who he was. Yeah, it has nothing
1: to do with the game, but it's really good, like added text. It's like
0: a little bit of history that's, if you're at all interested in that kind of stuff, it also just gives you, and it kind of gives you insight as to like why those cards are paired with those characters. Oh, yeah, like the special abilities. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, obviously, I think you played Merlin. Yeah. Like obviously you had a wizard staff because you were Merlin. Then I got the Holy Grail because my character was one of the only ones who like successfully made it to the Holy Grail. So that stuff is super cool. Um, and then there's some like gameplay mechanics where you have to keep switching like left and right and left and right. Yep. Um, and they have like little, little coiny things to help you
2: keep track of your health, which is going back up to two hundred for no reason. One
0: hundred and fifty. Whatever. <laughs> Um, and then some of the cards we didn't get to play with—they have like locations as their special card. Oh yeah, which we didn't get to play with, but they look cool too. But yeah, I I really enjoyed this game, and it was way simpler than I thought it was going to be. Like, I really thought like I almost gave up reading it because I was tired from work, and I was like, ah, I don't know if I have it in me to read. Yeah, all when this. we started
2: playing, and all of a sudden it was just like, oh, this is just this is, this is war. war. Yeah. It was like. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, yeah, and if you tied cards, it literally was like war. Like, if someone tied with their numbers, we put the cards off to the side, played again, and whoever lost that hand took the damage from that round and the round before. Yeah, which
1: played into the strategy uh, aspect of the game. I feel like a lot. Ali used it a lot to kind of, like, push it to the side, and then one of us got screwed over.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and then there was... Then there were like acts of God, is like the other thing. Like, basically, if you took mm-hmm. a lot of damage, you got these like acts of God. I don't know what they were called, but I think it was like
1: divination or something. Yeah. Like that.
0: Where like it would hurt other players, which is how I hurt Scala because I put, uh, I made you lose your special ability, which hurt you. Yeah. And it screwed you at the end. It's the reason it I screwed won. screwed me at the end, yeah. Is because at the end, I was taking so much damage and my card was at the end of the game to switch my damage with somebody else. So Mitch had taken no damage and I took all of it. And then I played my card and we switched hands. And I won. You nice. activated
2: my trap card.
0: Also, catch me on Among Us. That is my name, Trap Card. So, if you ever <laughs> end a game with me, that's me. Trap Card. Or Allie. Usually it's Trap Card, though. But
1: not Allison. Or, or- Yugi Boy
0: <laughs> Or any Yu Gi Oh reference. Yep. I have been Yugi Boy, Pegasus, Kaiba Boy, Jay Wheeler, Yugi Boy, and Valentine. <laughs> Never Tristan. Make I use tsunami. Among
1: Us for self-promotion, so I just, my Scala, name is Scala B-D-E, B-D-E, or it was once Allie.
0: <laughs> one time. Yep. I was like, who's Allie? And it was called. Then I thought,
1: I realized how bad of an idea. I was like, what if they actually think I'm Allie? They're going to vote You're me gonna off. You're going to get voted yeah.
0: off. <laughs> yeah. So it was fine for me. But you weren't pink. That was the only thing. That's where, it's where really I It's really, they yeah. just go for the color. Because one day I wasn't pink and someone, they were like, oh, it's Allie, Voter off. It wasn't me. <laughs> they voted <laughs> pink. That's and I awesome. was like, Ooh. That's cool. That's cool slide on by so uh game what are you what are we giving it
1: um i'd give it a seven and a half i'm in I like the seven range i'm
0: in like the seven seven and a half range um i think it's fun i think it's definitely replayable i keep making all the pieces fall out which is annoying me
1: yeah but i like the the idea of it being like kind of a. Uh, Actually, like a tournament-based type of yeah. thing. it's you know, it's it's an interesting
2: concept. Yeah, there's like a theme and a story to it. I like the
0: thematics it. Yeah. of it. Um, it's fun. It's definitely replayable. Uh, it it's a little lengthy if you're looking for something to play quickly. Right. I don't think that it's a game you can just be like, hey, let's play a game for 20 minutes and sit down. You're not gonna play for 20 minutes.
3: Yeah. I guess
0: unless you put it at like 100 health, but then you really don't even get through around of there's almost no strategy in that because it's just yeah it's just luck of the draw draw at that point um but yeah i would say i would hover around the seven i also think it was relatively on the inexpensive side i think it was like 25 or 30 Mm -hmm. so definitely and i literally i know people say don't judge a book by its cover i literally only picked it up because of the way it looked (laughs) i was like i like knights and things and i like medieval themed things so I was like, oh, sure, that one. I mean, don't judge a
2: book by its
1: cover. You kind of have to with games. <laughs> like, know, well, what but, else do you have to go on? But, off but of?
2: do judge a board
0: oh, game by
1: its box. Yeah.
0: You know, they say don't. They, I understand that reference in life, right? Like, oh, don't judge. Like, don't yeah, judge a but book. it almost
1: doesn't even apply to the original <laughs> but, saying.
0: But it doesn't apply to books. And <laughs> it definitely doesn't <laughs> apply to games.
2: No, I mean, it does apply to books. Like, don't judge a book by its cover
0: uh no it 100% uh, does apply does not apply to books because I 100% judge a book by its cover
1: and the the back part is also a part of (laughs) the cover cover. and that's the description of the book what else
0: would you be
2: judging it off so like if your reviews? reviews your review your review of the book was like it was amazing emotional it touched my heart shitty cover Two out of ten. <laughs> no, 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 no. I wouldn't have picked it up. That, there was, that's there was,
0: the if,
1: argument. Right, if no, it wasn't, I'm, I'm, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I if get it, what
2: it,
0: you no, in a on a serious note, though, I know that it's don't judge a book by its cover, like, but the literal saying of it is you wouldn't, like, if it doesn't look, like, the book, if it doesn't look good, you wouldn't pick it up. And right, the saying is saying, right. oh, you shouldn't do that. But that's not how your brain works. Like, yeah, if it's an unattractive cover, I'm not going to pick it up.
3: Yeah,
1: and what's attractive <laughs> to each of us is different it's when we're different, looking for, for a book, sure. right, you know. Right. Uh yeah, it's the same same thing for me like I don't cuz I guess your only other option would be to go off of like reviews which I'm totally against because they're ridiculous.
0: And like it would be one thing if you like if someone was like if I told you read this book I think you would like and it we have and, you yeah, and you don't and you don't like the cover, that's different and mm-hmm. you're not judging the book by its cover, but don't tell me to like not go into a Barnes and Noble and that like that's how I find books that I want to read. I don't like yeah. look at titles and be like yeah that's an interesting one like i'm like oh that's a pretty cover it catches my eye like
1: yeah and if that saying actually meant anything there would be no new york times bestseller like why would that sticker even matter if you're not judging a book by
2: its cover that's true they put that the sticker right on the cover yep.
0: yeah so it works for people don't judge a person by its cover but like, yeah it doesn't really work for books and or games think about this on a weird level too you're you love vikings you love mythology yep. like norse stuff you picked up a viking game and i love medieval stuff yeah. And I picked up a game of app. Av- like, it clearly works.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? And I know that you kind of knew about this before, but, like, clearly marketing works.
1: Yeah, because even if this game was completely different, if, I would have picked it up just because it said Vikings a on it. If you saw a game that
0: said Vikings on it, you would have bought
1: it. I went into the store and said, I want to do, a Vi-
2: like, I want to find a Viking game. And yeah. yeah. If, if books didn't want to be judged by their covers, then you'd go to the Barnes and & and Noble and everything would just have, like, a blank color cover Can you imagine of, just like the first page yeah like encyclopedias
0: speaking of books uh, a little off topic but it kind of has to do with something that you brought up earlier so we were talking about games and you were like has a game ever scared you yes. and i was like no like a board game is never is lucidity gave me some weird dreams but that's because i also have super i lucid Did it dream. really i told you that How i was like mm. i had a dream i was like a monster which par for the course most nights but whatever <laughs> um but I lucid dream a lot, so it's very hard for me to be like, that was a nightmare, because I just dream about a lot of stuff. But you know what has scared me recently? A what? book. Which book? Okay, so there's this book called Axiom's End.
2: Axiom's End, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's actually by a YouTuber.
2: Lindsay Ellis. <laughs> She's uh, She does uh, essays on movies and stuff like that. Okay.
0: So, it's a really interesting book. I'm not even that many chapters in. I'm like six chapters in. Um... But I always thought it was dumb that people read horror books. I thought horror... I was like, how how do you read a book and get scared? Like, it's yeah. words, right? There's no music. There's no, like, no one's turning off the lights and freaking you out. Well, the other night I was playing Among Us. <laughs> Couldn't sleep afterwards. So I was like, I'm going to read a book because that'll put me right to sleep. And I was reading Axiom Zen. And it's about... It's sort of like conspiratist. Um, I really didn't read the description because I don't like to, because I feel like sometimes it gives away too much. Yeah. So, so far in the book, this girl, her dad basically got information that the government was in contact with aliens of some kind. And he starts leaking these like, like government classed, like memos mm-hmm. that basically admit that they're like talking to extraterrestrial life forms. And then like meteors hit, and they're like no it's a spaceship and they're like no 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 it's just meteors right and it's, it's a whole conspiracy thing and she's basically living in the shadow of her father and dealing with it spoiler alert i know you want to read the book but you're gonna have to deal with it <laughs> so literally five chapters in there's an experience that happens. so here's where it double freaked me out it was september 21st and i was reading the book the memo in the book september 21st it is four o'clock in the morning when i'm reading the event takes place at four o'clock in the morning with the girl who can't sleep that is it was super creepy like it was super trippy and she sees an alien and like the way it was written scared the living shit out of it like I was in bed I was like I have to keep reading and I was like flipping through the pages but it was almost like you know in a horror movie when you're watching like just run just go close the door like it was like that but in a book and that's never happened to me and I had a fucking nightmare about it that night about being attacked by aliens
2: that's crazy. that's good
0: writing Honestly, I've never been scared by a book. I never thought people could legitimately be scared by books. I have said some things about people who got scared by books.
1: <laughs> yeah, same. But um, I'm, I'm definitely. It sounds interesting. I'm into like conspiracy stuff. too. I'm one of those people you who go down it. that rabbit. Like, not that I believe them, but I like. But you like watching the videos about
2: them? Yeah, and stuff yeah. Kind the, of, it's fun to. It's yeah. fun
1: to go down the rabbit hole. Exactly. We should all
0: read it. It's
1: i'm not scared of aliens though because i feel like we would know because your dad has enough clearance that like, i, I think probably, so too you know, like we, he would tell us right
0: and i'm not scared of aliens but it was just something about the ambiance and like the the mood that the book yeah. set. and like i know a lot of it was it was the middle of the night i was reading in the dark with a flashlight on like it was some old school and the shit and like the date and time thing, thing that is that like really creepy yeah so, like, again, I wasn't scared, like, oh my God, I'm going to die. It was just like, I got that eerie feeling that, like, man, I don't even get when I watch movies because, like, mm-hmm. horror movies don't bother me. But... Yeah,
1: especially now. Like, newer horror movies are.
2: Well, don't, horror don't movies say are just. Bitch. I'm
1: scared. <laughs> Do you like new horror movies, bitch? Uh,
2: I mean, it seems like there's, like, one horror movie every year that comes out, and it's like, damn, that was a good movie. I don't like the normal horror movies that are, like,. Loud noise, flash,
0: flash yeah. yeah,
2: like oh, oh jump yeah. scares, yeah, yeah. That's... Like there's some like legitimately creepy movies that come out every once in a while that I that I really enjoy. Did you ever see the
1: movie Creep? Like the actual movie? Oh, that was a oh. great movie. I yeah, that, that was that movie. great
0: movie. I don't even know what that movie it's is. It's on
1: Netflix. It's with uh the guy from I think he's in the league. That's yeah. I his name from.
2: is Mark something. Do do. Duplass, du- du- yeah, something. Like that. Yeah, he, he like directed it too, or something. Yeah, like I think that, so. Right? Yeah, yeah, I
0: have no idea what that movie is.
2: It's literally about like a movie about a a creep. It's a found like this, footage yeah. movie, yeah. About this guy who um hires puts it ad, ad out in the paper to uh, come video be be my videographer for my life or you know or whatever, and he just keeps like doing weird things to weird them out and weird them out and weird them out and weird them out. And weird them out, and weird them out. And for some reason, just out of politeness, they never like leave. Mm. And at the end he kills them and he's like, I gave you like I gave you like every single sign imaginable
0: That I was gonna kill that you. That I was
2: gonna be an absolute fucking weirdo creep. And you didn't leave because of politeness. Yeah. That's
1: weird. And then there's a second one that has a lot of callbacks to the per it, it was just yeah. it was really well yeah. done. Yeah. Huh, maybe I'll watch it. M- movies like that like scare me more than like it has to be something realistic.
2: Or if it's just like something that I've never seen before, it also I saw something See, like movies like remember. that don't scare me. I, I enjoy them, mm-hmm. but like
0: he's scared freaking, of monsters, like,
2: supernatural blue ghosts or some shit. I'm out of there, man. See that stuff he doesn't. Mean, me sc- I that uh, shit. Yeah.
0: Honestly, I can enjoy it. Like I can enjoy silly movies for what they are, but I don't ever watch something like with zombies, and I'm like scared. Of no, it. but like like don't the grudge isn't. Bro. Not scary. I
2: watched The Ring when I was like thirteen the years R- old.
0: The Ring is scary. The Ring was
2: a well done. Movie. The, the Ring is scary. Left never left me.
0: That's the only horror movie to this day that I could be like, man, that okay. Someone I remember telling me was like, Insidious is so scary. I watched Insidious. Was I with you when I laughed and I was like, okay, is that so Darth? Alley
2: was like that movie was fucking funny. This is when we first Insidious started dating. Insidious was funny. That that was not a scary movie when we first started dating. I mean, mm-hmm. I I like scary movies. I don't necessarily. I may get scared easily, Not easily he but may but when we first started dating she was like oh Insidious is really scary we gotta watch it so I rented it and she fucking fell asleep and I had to sit there and watch the whole movie by myself
0: I don't recall this
2: yeah because you, you were sleeping
0: <laughs> I'm just saying the first time when I saw Insidious was whoever told me it was super scary I watched it and then that red guy came on and I was like is Darth Maul in Darth this Maul movie? Darth Maul came on they were not amused. I think it was Kipped my dad. Through threw the tune. And he was not amused.
1: <laughs> no, like the yeah, that's what I was like this this is it. This is what I've been waiting
0: All for right. this whole movie. This I was ugh. like where's the Star Wars music?
2: It, it it just threw me off. Um That was like when I when we went to watch we watched the first it movie in theaters. <laughs> and I'm like getting gen, I'm not, we were not at scared. Your theater. But like oh, yeah. it was like, "Oh, I'm enjoying this. This is a creepy movie. Like, oh, this is a good movie. I'm yeah. enjoying this." And then, like, I look over, and you and your dad are just, like, laughing at the screen. Like,
0: Why was he dancing?
2: Well, uh, that, yeah, I mean...
0: It's dumbass It was movie. It, creepy. And it was, I was dancing like, creepy. I, I didn't hate it. Like, I didn't think it, it was, was terrible. It, it just wasn't scary. It's just, yeah.
1: There's also... I read something somewhere that said um, it, it also has a lot to do with your uh, suspension of disbelief. Like, if you... Right. Like, I don't have a good <laughs> suspension of disbelief. So, I, I don't think I, I'm easily scared by movies because... Horror movies in general,
2: like you need that because it's so, a lot of it is so ridiculous. Right. You know that's why I think that the quote unquote supernatural or like sci-fi horror movies kind of mm-hmm. like get me a little bit more because like once I know that it's not real, I completely let go of my suspension disbelief. I throw myself into the movie. Yeah, but like yeah. if it's like a killer movie, if it's like okay, this movie takes place in the real world and like like this this could happen to real people. Then my suspension of disbelief goes up, and I'm like, okay, so if you if it's supposed to be in the real world, how come you're being this dumb? Yeah, and like this was what I would do. Yeah, there's elements of
0: that there, but I have the opposite. So I actually think I have a high suspension of disbelief.
1: I think you do, yeah.
0: But when it comes to, and maybe it's like a subconscious thing to like protect myself from being scared because I. When I watch those movies, I'm like, okay, but it's not real. Like, I don't know if it's like maybe I'm reassuring myself some in some subconscious level that like that's why I don't get scared. You
1: cycled through the suspension of disbelief. (laughs) You believe it so much that you have to convince yourself it's not real. That I have to convince myself I
0: don't believe. Like don't get me wrong, I believe in like ghosts and stuff like that, but I also don't believe in it to an extent of like. I believe that, like, there's just like I believe that there are aliens somewhere because it would almost be ridiculous to assume that there's nothing else in the universe that, like, that I agree with. You know, I don't think the that there are Martians. The ghost thing for me.
1: Like, the, my only thing with ghosts is like, there has never been proof, and even if they did exist, nobody's ever been killed by a ghost. And well, evidence, so I don't why don't believe, do I care? I
0: don't believe that ghosts kill people. Mm. I do believe that, like, I don't personally. I've had like. I've had one ghost experience in my life, and it has convinced me that there is something. And I don't, be- I don't believe that ghosts kill people. I don't believe that mm-hmm. they, like, make people do things. Like, I don't believe in that kind of stuff. I do think that there's maybe some sort of, like, aura presence type of deal. Because okay, so you're
1: more on, like, the, the spirits because side of, of things. I okay. do believe
0: in spirits, and I, you know, so... Here, this sto- I think I've told you the story. You've definitely heard this story. My little brother yeah, was one. nine months old when my dog passed away. Mm-hmm. And My dog looks just like Wesley. He he's a border collie though. Who's black? What literally like Wesley? And he slept in the same spot every night. Now my brother was nine months old when he passed, or six months old when he passed away. Now they're old enough to remember him. Alex was like three. Randomly, we're sitting there, and he goes, "Mommy, what's that dog doing here? We didn't have a dog at the time because mm-hmm. my mom was not trying to get a dog." He chases this dog up the stairs and to where he used to sleep. And he just pointed at nothing. And he was like, look, mommy, the black dog that's sleeping right there. And let me tell you, nothing in the universe has will unconvince me that my brother saw something. He's three. Mm-hmm. He didn't make it up. And yeah. like, it almost would have been different if like, we had pictures up. Or he was just like, I saw a black dog. He literally followed the path my dog used to take, the same thing he used to do. So like... I think there's something. I don't think that there's ghosts that like live in your mirrors. And if you say Bloody Mary three times, that she's gonna come out and kill you. Cause mm, yeah,
2: but you ain't gonna t- put that shit to the test. I, I, did. <sighs> I did.
0: I did. I've done it before. I yeah. did it when I was younger. Oh,
2: you I wouldn't do that. That.
1: Uh, I just don't. You. you know, like millions of people. Have, nobody's ever died. I I just don't. Yeah, how many see... people have
0: died from Bloody Mary?
1: Yeah, real things scare me more. I ain't gonna shit. find out.
0: <laughs> You're not gonna be a statistic.
2: <laughs> won't be me.
0: Um real things scare me more because the world is scary (laughs) like yeah you know what i mean like there's things you see and i agree that it's like oh that person's so dumb how did they do that thing or whatever but also have you ever been in a situation where you like don't react quickly because you don't know what to like it's yeah, almost what unimaginable what you would do in a situation. It's, it's like
1: very that. easy to watch a movie and be like, "This is what I would do in that situation." But like, it's like the you know the idea of like, oh well, you know, if somebody like pointed a gun at me, like I I think I would be able to kind of grab the gun. And you you think that until like somebody pulls Not a totally gun on yeah, you exactly. and you freeze up and you don't know what to do. Like it's very it, easy.
0: Exactly. Like you just don't, and even like things that aren't terrifying. Like I remember working when there was a fire at one of our buildings, and like you don't know how you're gonna react yeah. until something is burning and, like, there's smoke, you know what I mean? Like, you just yeah. don't know. And that's why, like, those things scare me a lot more because you think you know how you're going to act and then, God, for, you don't ever want to be put in those situations, though, to know, so it's like...
1: Yeah. And again, I, I watch a lot of, like, serial killer stuff and so things like that. And my, my thing is always, like, they're so intelligent. Like That's they, why you they know, get away if they with it. know, they wanted to, and that's my thing, it's like, if they wanted to, like, I don't... I. They would be able to get me like they (laughs) they would definitely be able to get me. And that that's enough for me. That's enough to scare me.
0: 100%. And that. Yeah. And that to me is scarier than like the possibility of a ghost coming through my TV and trying to kill me. I, I don't know. like Yeah,
1: but I understand the happens, paranormal thing. Like, I, I get why you having that experience would make you feel that way. Yeah. I mean, I had like the porcelain doll. I told you that story, Yes. Right? Yeah, where I had like, um, I forget what it's called, where I was like half awake, half asleep. Sleep paralysis. Yeah, sleep paralysis. And like I saw it coming towards me and like yeah. I couldn't move. Fuck so that. That was almost but like, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I just went down the rabbit hole. Like I just did a lot of research. Into it. And I also had a lot, I already knew I had sleeping problems yeah. before then. Mm-hmm. So it was easier for me to kind of explain it like, you know, I was as, I was daydreaming in a way. And even if yeah. there
0: was a ghost, you have written it off now. As exactly. Sleep yeah, paralysis. You yeah. Know, know, or whatever. I, I still threw out the porcelain. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> fucking right. I did.
0: But fucking right. And I think there's almost this like element of paranormal that I think even when people say they don't believe in it, that you almost want to exist because I think sure, there's sort of course. that comfort of, well, yeah. there's something more you know what i mean yeah. i mean that's like the point of religion and stuff like that exactly too. yeah so i think that that's why it's scary is like people look for that afterlife is like something to look forward to so the right. fact that you could like become an evil ass goat now don't get me wrong
2: or kind of tempting
0: yeah. kind of tempting to come back as an evil ass you could be a ghost. real imposter think about you, it right exactly um, so I think that's why horror movie and you know what else it is? Paranormal is uncontrollable. I think that's why they make for good like right. horror movies. Anything can happen. We're like serial killers. If you were smart enough, fast enough, quick enough, the right, you know, in most of those movies, they get somebody gets yeah. away. Right. Mm-hmm. Or they get caught. Yeah. Yeah paranormal movies nine times out of ten it's not like they get rid of the ghost yeah <laughs> like, unless
1: it's a religious one where they have yes. like an ex- honestly you know it's weird those kind of scare me too like there was the one with uh anthony hopkins called i think it was called the right the right yeah yeah I which I don't, I don't know what it is about like those uh religious i you know what i think it is i think it's the fact that like exorcisms are actually performed oh that yeah. gets to oh, me yeah because yeah. there's that element of like people actually do this and it's accepted so maybe there is something there just because like for the church to just agree to, I know it's like extremely hard to get an exorcism, but the fact that it still happens is. That there
0: has to be, and you know what, whether you believe in religion or not, there is a subset of people that believe in that strong Mm -hmm. enough. And like when it comes from the Catholic church, like the biggest church there is, it almost makes you question like there has to be something there, right? Like there has to be some, I think we've talked about this before is like, same thing with like stories, folklore, all it comes from, somewhere right like even
1: if just a piece of truth there's there's something there's There's something that started it yeah
0: so i think that that's scary and i think that the uncontrolled nature of paranormal things makes for good horror movies personally it doesn't scare me that much because sometimes it's so ludicrous like i think it's scarier with things like the ring where like it's paranormal enough where like but there's it's still contained in something right it's contained in that movie right it's not like samara can come and just like Run the universe. Well, yeah, that's
2: why that movie is so scary, too, because, like, there's hints of paranormal stuff going on throughout the entire movie, and you're like, you're not really sure how far this goes. But is it
0: coincidence? And then all of a sudden,
2: at the very end of that movie, that girl comes out of the TV, and you're like, oh my god, what? Yeah. Yeah. And there's also, like, the hints at the backstory. I like, I like
1: stuff like that where you kind of see, like, what happens to the, to the ghost the yes. Yeah. And it kind of gives you that. Yeah. I don't want to say empathy, but just kind of like, oh, this is why this ghost is so pissed rationale off. rationale yeah.
0: behind it. It's not just evil spirit that, like, wants... Because that, that bothers me, too, when it's like, it's just evil. And I'm like, it's the yeah, same it's thing a, with... You know,
1: it's a demon. Yeah. Why not?
0: It's the same <laughs> thing with, like, superheroes that have, like, like, the Joker. Now, I know Joker, the new movie, tried to fix that, but, like...
1: I loved the new
0: joker yeah yeah yeah. and i thought it was great and had a lot of depth but a lot of times people just paint the joker as crazy right like yeah he's just evil because he's evil and it's like "Uh, yeah which doesn't really make sense and it's Mm, fine i'm not saying that it like there's not people that don't exist like that but yeah you know
1: but there has to be like an element of because like if you like i didn't read the comic books stuff. like just just off of the movies though like he's way too organized like just to call him crazy, they're, it's more complex. It would have to be exactly. more complex. Exactly. So that. I think it's fascinating yeah. when
0: they have like backstories and stuff. Yeah.
1: And the way they did that movie, that's not the way I personally saw the Joker, but I, I loved That's the way I see the Joker now. That's mm-hmm. how I want to see the, the Joker. The yeah.
0: only thing I will counter to, and I think I've brought this up with you before, is so I did read some of the comics, mm-hmm. um, not Batman particularly, but I was like super into Harley Quinn for a while. And like the only thing I don't see happening is the way that they painted the Joker, how he could manipulate Harley Quinn to fall in love with him with the way that he acts towards the end of that movie. Because Mm. Harley Quinn is like a doctor, like a PhD doctor who gets manipulated by the Joker and falls in love with him because he's so intelligent and so manipulative. And like, that's just not how I saw him at the end of the movie.
2: Yeah, this Joker movie was more like... But was that actually
1: supposed to be the Joker? I thought the whole thing was that's the is guy who starting inspired the, next, the Joker. I,
0: and I don't know. Yeah. But he's in the insane asylum that Harley Quinn is, ends up working in.
2: Oh, so oh, that's they the only too too. Okay. You know what I mean? Because yeah.
0: he's in like the Arkham Asylum at the end. Mm-hmm. Like that last scene where he's like running around or whatever. That's the only reason I was like, man, that's the only part. If they don't make another movie, then fine. I don't think they yeah. should. I don't think they should either. It's great. Not.
1: I hope I hope they don't because I, I don't see where they can go with it. With, I don't think you know. that
2: that Joker works with
0: a with, Batman. And no, it doesn't, it doesn't work with the universe. Yeah. she I doesn't. Yeah. She he doesn't work with a Harley Quinn a Harley or whatever. Harley Quinn or anything. No. It does work if he inspires a, uh, yeah, a revolution exactly. of that and then like
1: the actual joker cover. yes yeah.
0: that i could see 100 percent i could see that i mean that would be a great setup for a series where like if mm-hmm. they do that well with this movie imagine being able to set something up with a joker and the harley quinn story and like how manipulative they could make him and because that's yeah. that's a story i would love to see someone do artistically like how someone almost like the hannibal lecter thing right like how he manipulates mm-hmm. the situation to his own that
1: was a uh, what's his name walking Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix yeah. That was my, so I think, favorite role. And he's been in a lot of good movies. Yeah. That he's like. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. like my for favorite sure. role he's ever played. Yeah. Do you like this him is better more than, a horror than the Dark Knight Joker? Our, <laughs> what?
2: This is more of a horror episode than our actual <laughs> than our horror. horror <laughs> episode, <yeah. laughs> All, All right. right. Horror part two. Joaquin Phoenix Joker or Heath Ledger Joker from The Dark Knight? It's
0: Joaquin di- Phoenix for me. Honestly. It's also different.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're different Jokers. I, yes. I, yeah. Yeah. I think for the Batman Joker... Heath Ledger's as good as it gets. Yes. But um, for how I want to kind of see, I don't know, to me, the story. But again, I'm not really into like the superhero type stuff. So this mm. this so made it more it realistic yeah. for me. Yeah.
0: Well, that's what I liked about it is it kind of takes these like crazy concepts of superheroes and supervillains and puts them in the context of the real world, right? Like, yeah, that is a supervillain that you could be like, yeah, he could exist in the world. Like, well, especially in, like, well,
2: in today's political climate it's almost like that. the world gotten more like that movie and, uh, since uh, yeah. that movie came out yeah there's a rem- lot of social things in that i remember them movie.
0: thinking it was like going to cause riots and stuff because of like the content of the do you remember that yeah, like they yeah, like sent us they were us worried about that was it so silly They they were, like, scared that that it was going to cause riots and stuff.
1: Yeah, like it was actually going to work. Like, Joaquin Phoenix was (laughs) going to become the Joker and people were going to
2: start following him around.
0: Honestly, had that movie come out during quarantine? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. If it was ever going to do something, (laughs) it would have been during quarantine.
2: I I remember when the reports were coming out, like, this movie may incite people to do acts of violence. I was rolling my eyes so hard at all that stuff.
0: I I remember seeing the movie and being like, this is it? This is what they're worried Why, about? Like,
1: yeah, like, to me, it was more, like, the interesting part to me was more about, like, the uh, the mental illness aspects of right, it. Right, And the way he kind of just falls into this role on accident. Yeah. You know, that that part was kind of... You know, they did the typical, like, you know, the the rich boys were the, the cause of it, and, you know... Uh, but I also like... I like having some empathy for... Even, even in, like, you know, like, serial killer shows, I watch stuff like that. Like, Dexter. Like, I like... Being able to like understand them a little bit yeah, more. Yeah. So, you,
0: know? so you don't want to say relate, but like to yeah, understand. Yeah. I'm not
1: a serial killer. I swear. <laughs>
0: That's actually why I really like the show Hannibal because, um, it puts again for someone who literally is a sociopath. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like you feel empathetic, but you're almost like, oh, this is what this is to him. Like, why he does it like this, and like, yeah. oh
2: yeah, you're rooting for Hannibal half the time. On yeah, I would show. definitely want to hang out with him. Thing, I, just, would, I, just don't I definitely want plate. him to
0: cook me food not made of human, but yeah,
2: that'd be nice. But I mean, know, even, I'll... even if it's human, I'm not, mean, not gonna it lie. It looks so good, look good. Looks yeah. so good right?
0: Um,
2: as long as it's a bad human, right? So
0: I know we said like board games haven't scared you, but you've said video games have scared you. Oh, oh you yeah. did too. Yeah, yeah.
2: When I
1: was oh, younger, God, I, yeah. like, uh, well, I guess uh, the closest one recently would have been when I played a uh, Dying Light. Um, mm. That one, but it it was like you know, like lights off. Like two AM and like jump scare, more like type me of scare me. Bunk. Yeah. Dead
2: space?
0: It's not scary, Mitch. What? Dead space is not scary. <laughs> I mean
2: it's not scary, but it, it it's it's creepy, it's got that vibe, and like sometimes it gets you.
0: Honestly, if you can curb stomp things, you it's just not like scary. the curb stomp button. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know to you me a
2: lot of times it's the music too. Yeah. Like yeah. scary music gets yeah. me more than yeah. Yeah. the uh visual atmosphere. Yeah. What's that game that got me? The 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 cartoon. Hello neighbor. Yeah, hello neighbor.
0: It's literally a cartoon about it's actually a really cool concept. It's mm -hmm. about uh like a guy who locks a kid in his house and you're you play as a kid and you Oh is that an
1: app? I think I saw that, Yeah, and you
0: watch him I mean it's on like Xbox like Mm -hmm. all of those. Um and you watch him like steal the kid. So you're trying to break into the house to like save him, and the house is just a normal house. Like there's nothing weird to I mean, eventually you get to like a basement and it's like super creepy. Mm -hmm. But like it's got some really creepy vibes, and, like, every time he gets close, like, that really, like, creepy music plays, and, like... And they like, he sees you, and then what? he runs
2: right at you, and you're, like, oh, God. I watched you know, anyway. a game
0: review with Marianne when we worked together, and there... I don't know if it was called, like, Mother or something like that, and it was like that. It was, like, Hello Neighbor, but with adults, and uh-huh. it was super creepy where you have, to, like, hide in closets and, like... The goal was to like get out of this house. Like they locked you in a house, and the goal was to get out.
1: Those see those creep me out, especially like the uh, the first person view
2: of like being yeah. locked in a closet yeah. and then something passing by. Well, or the big like one that. for the past couple of years has been what uh, the the animatronic one.
0: Oh yeah, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Five Nights at is Freddy's, huge.
2: Yeah. I have no idea what that's... I've heard about it about, So,
0: I've Five Nights at Freddy's, again, is, is like a... It's marketed... Imagine, like, a, a Chuck E. Cheese is what it takes place in. Oh, shit. Okay. Where you play a security guard who's watching security cameras
2: a for, e. for like, a Chuck mm-hmm. E. Cheese,
0: but all the animatronics come alive at night. Because they're
2: possessed by and dead they're, children. They're possessed oh, by dead children. Okay. Yeah, it's
0: super, cre- like, super scary. And if you play it with, like, headphones and stuff, they have all different things where, like... If you're not looking somewhere, like the lights will turn off or like mm-hmm. things will move. And the goal is to save your like flashlight enough. So if something comes in, you could turn your flashlight on or your battery's is dying. You get killed. It's yeah. really creepy. But yeah, that's a huge. I mean, they made a bunch of them, like five of them at the seven. Very popular. Yeah. A lot of famous YouTubers like review them and like do playthroughs of them. Oh, my God. We should do a hard playthrough. and we make Mitch not. play. We should not.
2: Yes. I will embarrass myself.
0: He will. The plays but you have to keep the the Bivol work. I will not be able to <laughs> <laughs> that's um, great I'm trying to think of a game has ever scared me like a lot I don't think I've ever I well I haven't played a lot of like horror games that have like where I've played with I bet you if I played with oh no Polly made me play like Resident Evil or something Resident in the, Evil 7 in the VR headset yeah, and that was scary that was a scary
2: game I could see that yeah. first person right
0: it was first person, and it really wasn't like the stuff as much as it was the sound, because you would hear something before you would see it, so mm-hmm. like something would like come like out of nowhere, start like screaming at you, and then you'd have to go find it. Um, that was kind of scary. I'm trying to think. He played me play some other game where I had to like answer a phone and I had to like go down to a basement in a VR headset. It was not cool.
2: Sounds familiar.:
0: It was um oh, you know what it was? Not Silent Hill. Was it Silent Hill? It was something that never ended up coming out. It was...
2: Oh, uh, PT? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was, that, that was, was it? a PT. I forget what it stands for, but it was a demo yes. of a Silent Hill game.
0: Uh, but Silent Hill... See? <laughs> look at this. Yeah,
2: yeah. They made <laughs> Big the brain. demo. Big brain. They made the demo to be like, listen, This is look how scary and good this it is. It was scary. Let us make this game, and they didn't never made the game. It was basically <laughs> like a
0: horror movie, because the VR... There was no ghost or anything. You literally were in a house and you were doing normal things you were like answering the phone opening the mm-hmm. door but it was pitch black there's no lights and then it ended with you having to like go into a basement and like explore a pitch dark place like it was it was super creepy hmm. so Hideo Kojima made that yeah but uh i guess we have to find like a board game that scares the shit out of us
2: i don't know if that's possible no a
1: board game i think we're more likely to be able to have like you create a campaign that would scare us than an actual board game oh
0: you know i wonder you could do
1: enough fucking effects and stuff like that that it would probably creep us out. oh
0: my god i would figure out how to turn my lights off like in the middle and like make it look like a power <laughs> set outage. up google
2: home and just
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's it <gasps> that's what we should do for halloween we should run a spooky one shot
2: spooky one shot we should do that i like it welcome yeah. to i'll do that
0: my- welcome to my lair
2: <laughs> welcome
0: Welcome to my life. Oh, my God. I'm going to host it in the backyard. I'm going to get fog. Sarah will be scared. She's scared of everything. She scares oh, me. She
1: scares can I be an, an
2: NPC? My yes. job is just to scare the shit out of Sarah.
0: Yes. All right.
2: <laughs> there have been times we watch movies and she would, she'd be like, why didn't you tell me like it was going to be scary? I was like, it's not a scary movie, though. Sarah, <laughs> this is Marley in the movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is a rom-com? <laughs> yeah, but when he jumped out of the cake, I didn't <laughs> like he it. he
1: jumped out of the cake. <laughs>
0: Um, shout out to Sarah, who's not here tonight.
2: We miss you, yep. Sarah.
0: Uh, she's busy with work and school and life and, you know, whatever. Next week. Living her best life. Yep. Um, so yeah, I guess we gotta find some something to scare us. That's a good idea, though. Scary campaign. I haven't played a game that's, like, scared me either, like, D&D-wise. I'm mm-hmm. playing Curse of Strahd, which is actually supposed to be scary, but it's not, it's spooky. It's not like... I don't know. I keep trying to sleep with Strahd though. So that's probably why. <laughs> I try- Okay. Cause like a in- cheat code for every I'm
2: game. I'm about to say, it's, it's, <laughs> is that your go-to move?
0: Yeah. Well, he's trying to form a harem. It looks like, cause he keeps stealing like girls in the town. I was like, I'll go. And they're like, no, I was like, no, really I'll go. And then you'll have a reason to go like end game cheat code. We'll just yeah. get right in there. But he. What if he, what if someone was willing, he'd probably take them
2: what if you become like his concubine
0: then i would be a vampire and really that's all i ever wanted in life that's true yep. so seems like a win-win for me um so yeah strahd trying to trying yeah. to get in with strahd. what else were we talking
3: about
1: before we got here um oh i want to get a gaming table I want to get one of those custom gaming oh tables. Oh, my God. They're the so, expensive. They're so
2: they are, expensive. They are. They are. So but they so would cool. be so cool to have. I
1: was, I was looking on a website where it's like a Kickstarter. It's like, all you need to put up is like $500. And then I realized like, oh, but then when the Kickstarter comes out, you have to pay the rest and it's like a couple right, thousand or right, something like exactly. that. Which
0: like is probably worth it, it and a good wor- investment. Yeah, no, of, course, of course. But it's, it's worth- like I don't have $3,000 to, to go spend, put on yeah. a table. And they're so cool, especially the ones with like the the like big well not tablets but like TVs in the middle where you can do like digital digital maps yeah. You can do like roll 20 stuff. on the TV in the yeah. middle oh, man, there's a lot of so stuff cool. There's there's a
1: oh, what what is it called D20 Pro there's something mm. new uh, I don't know if you guys like have heard about it that's supposed to be like very easy to use that's like virtual for like all tabletop like they oh, have really? a bunch of different stuff so you could pu- you could like integrate a bunch of different things into it um yeah I, I don't think it came out yet though
0: that's, like, my ideal setup one day when we all have space or, like, a like a studio space or something mm-hmm. where we can, like, invest in a table like that and, like, play around something really cool. Because I think there's so... We were, like, kind of talking about this earlier. is like, how to incorporate digital media into tabletop yeah. because, really, that's what our world is now is so much digital media that it's almost dumb to not use it where you can. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, like, I would love to be able to do that, though, in, like, a table where we have, like digital maps and then I got like speakers to play all the music and like some fog machines. Somebody
1: make me one where there's like joysticks by each player thing and you just move your character with the (gasps) joystick on the digital map.
0: How smart.
1: TM. If that doesn't exist already. (laughs) I
0: have never heard of that.
1: That just I don't know. It seems like such a Right? Where
0: you're like I want to move. Yeah instead
1: of having to like you know.
2: I'll tell you what. There is that aspect of like Roll20 in general where like sometimes your D&D experience becomes a little
0: video gaming, video gaming yeah. mm-hmm. that
2: I don't like. actually. Yeah.
0: Yes. And no, I, it, there's like almost a weird world where like, I like it for maps because I'm a visual person. So mm-hmm. it's hard for me sometimes when like we have to, So like when we play and someone is describing maps to me and I have to like draw them out because I'm not spatially aware like that. Like I'm not good. Like I literally draw a thing and I'm like 50 feet this way, 40 feet this way. But that doesn't help me when I have to move. I only have thirty feet of movement. How far? Like literally every round, I'm like, okay, how far am I from this? How far? Because I can't see. But I like rolling real dice. So Mm. if I could like watch a map on roll twenty and then roll my real dice, that would be like my ideal. Uh
1: huh. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but roll roll twenty is just not as simple. And it's not. It doesn't have everything. It's it's good for what it is, but it doesn't have everything figured out yet. It's like, accessible. Even like the zooming out and stuff like that. And when you have maps, it's just, it, it becomes tiresome sometimes. Yeah.
0: It's also a lot of work and it does take away when someone is really reliant. So like Scott and I had a DM who was super reliant on Roll20 where like you had to put every single piece of information into your Roll20. Yeah. And like that's a waste of time for me. Because I should just know, like, here's where it's good. DMs can access anybody's sheet, which is super helpful, right? Because as a DM, I hate having everybody's sheet open and having to go back and forth. So it's great if, like, Scala had a question about a sheet, I can pull it up and be like, hey, you're Mm -hmm. missing this. Or whatever.
1: Which has happened before where yes. you pull up sheets for me and yeah. And yeah. actually completed sheets for me that I couldn't do. <laughs> or
0: even as like players, if the DM would like give me access to your sheet, yeah. I could help you and be like, okay, let's do. Like we played a game one time at my house together and we sat in the same room with both of our sheets mm-hmm. up and like whatever. So it's good for those types of things. And it's great for accessibility, especially if you have new players who like don't know the system well. So the DM could like help them and guide mm-hmm. them. It is annoying when you know how to play, but you can't technology very well, Scala. (laughs) Yep. Because you know how to play D&D or like whatever. And you, you, even when you don't know, take the time to read or watch videos or whatever. So you know what's going on more than most people do. But yeah. you're not the best with technology, yeah, so it takes tech- you a you know, little while. Plays
1: in my mind, you know. I don't. I don't do the technologies. <laughs>
0: but it takes you a little while to like find the buttons and whatever, and sometimes that takes you out of the immersion because you're like, uh, yeah. "What do I do? Right. How do I do this?" And then I get
1: nervous and I feel like I'm slowing down the game, and it's which just, like you're yeah. not,
0: and most people are fine with it. But I can tell, I can tell that it takes you out of the immersion yeah, because you're like, definitely. "I'm sorry, how do I do this thing?" And it's like. Like no one cares, but yeah, but I can tell as you as a player, it
1: exa- it makes me it makes me nervous, and yeah. it definitely makes it harder to even uh, role play. But that's definitely like the idea of the gaming table to me, at least. Like, just imagine this whole thing was like a map, and like you know, and a D and D campaign, or like even if it was just that, it was just like a map.
3: It's like all it would need. just be
1: so much easier for me to try and figure out what I would want to do in that situation or yes. where I am, because that that's another thing I have trouble with a lot. It's like, where, where am I into relation? And I don't really understand the, the feet thing as much as I feel like I should probably at this point with the amount I play. But, um, you know, it's hard to tell sometimes with like, because well, a lot of times I'm zooming, I'm all the way zoomed out on roll 20 because I want to see everything at one time. And you don't actually know how far you are and, from everything yeah. else.
0: Yeah, you're kind of just in that bubble. that And that's yeah. the thing. And I do agree with you. It does become a little video gamey sometimes where it's like, oh, my thing is wrong and i rolled this dice wrong and it equal you know like that stuff does get on my nerves and that's why like when i run one shots i run them on roll 20 because nine times out of 10 when i run a one shot it's with a game no one has ever played so Mm -hmm. it's easier for me to explain it on a sheet that i can see and i can read than everybody having their own sheet me trying to have like 15 tabs open at the same time that being said when i run on roll 20 i and you can attest this because you play most Mm -hmm. of my one shots is I don't make people fill out the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I fill yeah. out the character, like, stats, and then, like, the common roles. Like, I don't need your backstory in there. Like, just send that to me. I can read it. That's yeah. fine. I don't need all of those details in your Roll20 sheet.
2: Yeah, the the only time, really, that I've used Roll20 that I it was a positive experience for me was when you were running the protectors on Roll20. Mm-hmm. Because... You only used it for the visual aspect.
0: Yeah, I would put like characters up there, like. Yeah,
2: yeah, and and that helped with the immersion, but the rest yeah. of it, rest of the game, all the role playing took place just over voice. Yeah. See, that's what I like, though. Yeah. I like I like having the the kind of like visuals and stuff like that. Um,
1: I'm just not good with stuff like that. But even like the little I'd done in like Burning Wheel, it just makes even as like a DM, it makes it easier for me to kind of play around with it and know you where you guys say are. that yeah. you
0: struggle with it but that incarnate whatever website oh
1: yeah
0: that's a hard website like i struggle with it and your maps are good on there like i went in yeah there your maps day, are really good on there because i was like i'm gonna make um i was gonna make thea's island because mm-hmm. i wanted to like surprise you and be like oh my god look okay this is what i had and i was struggling i was like how did scala do all this so when you want to do it you can do it
1: yeah i, I guess it was just different because you know what it is i feel like every time i do something i'm like there's definitely an easier way to do this that i don't know yet you know like yeah layering i don't know what that means so i'm just dropping everything i'm like i'm right, gonna have to <laughs> size this down and put it on top of this and
3: yeah.
0: yeah um so that's a hard website though so i wouldn't say that you're not good at technology but like roll 20 took me a long time to learn and now mm-hmm. i use it because i've already taken the time to sit down and learn it so it's almost like why not try to do it and like use that
2: I mean like anything else it's a tool and Right 100%. What it really comes mm-hmm. down to is the quality of your DM. Yeah. If you got a good DM, yeah. he's going to make it work with roll with roll 20, she's going to make it work without roll 20, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I I definitely think
1: and I'm not saying it's not good, like I think it is good for uh new players cuz yeah, again it gives it gives the DM access and it kind of it makes it even like uh like when you're building your character, it makes it a lot easier than actually doing the math and shit and, like that.
0: and rolling dice is easier because yeah. you're not adding everything. I think there's an element of learning loss to it mm-hmm. because when you play a real game, you know, those things, it's almost like playing uh, like Magic Arena online where like it does all the math for you. Yeah. We're like, it's great when you're learning, but it's also hard because then when you get to the real thing, you're like, I didn't realize how much math I have to actually do. Yeah. Now.
1: Or you might not completely understand the mechanics the way you think you or, do. Or Yeah.
0: That's why. So whenever I build a character, no matter what the system is, I always build it with pencil and paper first before mm-hmm. I move it to an online source because I feel like I need to know how I got the stats. Right. Right. Before yeah. I transfer it somewhere or like, you know, put it on D&D Beyond where like it does all the work for me or more purple, more better or whatever, you know, whatever system website you're using. Yeah. I always build it myself first because I want to know like how I got that number for that stat mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. someone asked me. I would like to know because <laughs> a lot of times I don't or not that I don't that I wouldn't know if I didn't try it myself. So, I think there's a lot of positives to, like, the digital aspects of gaming.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Well, I mean, we play D&D and other pretty much exclusively over Discord now.
0: Well, yeah, especially now with quarantine. I mean, Burning Wheel is really the only thing I play in person. Yeah, besides Burning Wheel. Yeah. Um trying to think yeah but there you know what it is though there's a different element of playing around a table that you miss even when you play on discord even when you don't use any technology like up minus discord like we play a game where we only play with like discord is the only technology every everything is theater of the mind like you're
1: rolling your own dice rolling our
0: own dice pen and paper oh the whole thing
2: but the dm is so good that he's yeah he's amazing It doesn't matter. You you And the rocket scientist. (laughs) Yes, and the rocket scientist is is you just you don't need anything else. Theater of the mind is one hundred percent sufficient because you you see it.
0: You play it and you see it. And it would be amazing to sit around a table with that group of people and be able to play and like see everybody. And you know, we've been together for almost well, I've been in the group for three years now. Three years next month. So like I've really grown as a role player with that it is my first DD group and i'm still with like so it's really like you know special to me but there is something still lost that's different than like when we sit around and play burning wheel because there's almost an element that you miss when you have to explain what you're doing right like it's different if i'm sitting there and i like am clearly looking annoyed as thea i don't have to be like and thea looks super annoyed where when i play on tuesday nights i have to be like and vixen rolls her eyes
2: Right, right. You know what right. I mean. That like, is
1: true. You know, I I forget that just because um, like with Magic, you like you have to explain a lot, but but I don't, it's writing. It's, yeah, it, so and, it's different. Yeah, but it it's still like it keeps me in it. But I do see how like it's a little more work than I realized. Than like if you know if you're playing D and D in person, you could just visually make those kind of cues and stuff right, like that without like having this. to write it out. Yeah. Bam, we did that.
0: Like, imagine me being like, and I go to give you a high five. Yeah, I I respond
1: with a a high
3: five.
0: Right. And it's like, it's fine and it works a lot. But I have, so specifically just because we're on that, like that topic. I have a character that's like, I don't want to say handsy, but is, I mean, she's a bard. So she's way more like.
2: She's handsy. Yeah, She's
0: not handsy. Um, But she's really close with one of the characters. So a lot of times it's weird for me to be like. And I pat Luther on the shoulder and I lean against Luther. Like it you know, like yeah, it's just it takes away like from it the takes character you out too. a little bit. Yeah. Um because also I think I don't like to think that I'm awkward, but I know that there is this sort of like awkward element of like trying to say something without it sounding super weird when you don't know these people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so I think there's something lost when you can't just be like It's okay. It, like you know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? Like there's almost there's almost something to be said when you don't say anything. Yeah. Like when you just yeah. have like an action or an interaction. Um, and it doesn't bother me with NPCs. Cause more than likely if I had a DM in front of me, I wouldn't be like, nice to meet you, Johnny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, so that's fine. But I think that's the only thing that I miss when I sit, when I don't sit around a table is like that interactive element yeah, and it's it. just
1: it's a lot of fun. You know, you get some drinks, you're, you're hanging around the table like it's. you know. And there's some
0: raw emotion. I've like cried like twice when we've played Burning Wheel. I think. Oh yeah. And like I haven't cried, cried. Yeah, yeah. But it like it'll come. Like when when I read well, Thea's letter, some of those, I teared up. I about to
2: say some of those beats in that story were pretty. Some of your stuff emotional. has made me cry. Like yeah. I've
0: legitimately gotten teared up during the games, and there's just an element of that that's so raw when you're like around other people. Mm-hmm. Because crying I cry by myself a lot. Like when we play <laughs> we play D D on Tuesdays, I have teared up many like I have mm-hmm. cried. Did you tear up yesterday? No.
2: No, nothing got you yesterday? No. Last week, I know you had some with you. Uh
0: when we played my our first campaign when Foon Deer died, I cried like Cry Cried. Yeah, I remember that. Um so like I've cried during games, but it's almost different when you're by yourself and you're crying yeah it's like really vulnerable when you're like around a table or you know we in a straight line uh when you're around a table and you start crying because then you know it's like real raw emotion that you can't even like yeah hold it's, back it's
1: kind of it's weird to an extent too because like even even me um like as the dm with like the even the scene with uh mitch and you know like getting the sword and all that stuff it was like i was like oh my god i'm like I knew about most of this happening. Like, why am I getting so, like, emotional? But
2: it's just...
0: The give and take was so yeah. good, though, like, between both of you. That oh was my a great God. session.
2: We got to get that one up there. Yeah.
0: But the... um, Yeah. So the emotion sitting around a table is really different. Mm-hmm. And, and, and vulnerable. It's hard to be like that. It's hard to yeah. be that, like, open around people. And it's different when it's your friends. Like, I don't care when I'm with you guys. I but think it's mm-hmm.
2: easier to RP, too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think it's easier to RP when you can see somebody. Because
2: you're you're acting when you're RPing, really, and it's acting. you have something to bounce off of.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I just want to play D anD D now. Well, anything. I don't really yeah. care what it is. <laughs> I don't care which game. I just want to play a you, game. You just want to role play. Just
1: want to role play. Yes. In um, the theater. Well, I thought about something in the car. I wanted to ask you guys. Oh, do you think it is it possible to have like an entire like D&D campaign or any role playing system for that aspect without any combat at all.
2: I think so, yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. I think it's possible, not probable. Okay. And I don't I think it's a player thing. I don't think it's a DM thing. I think mm-hmm. as a DM you 100% could write a story that but has the
1: pl- getting the players into it.
0: Getting is. the players to nine like I would say on average there is a player with some sort of violent background. Now, whether that's noble Mm -hmm. or not noble, like whether it's a paladin or a fighter in the army or a monk, there's some level of combat tied into those stories. I think if you wanted to run a game with no combat, I think it... uh, But like take our Burning Wheel game. We said it's going to be political intrigue. And what happened? I pulled a knife on somebody. Like, I mean... Now, granted, I wouldn't call what you have combat because a lot of it was like trial, like protecting things. But like, just take, for example, you know, we won't get into detail, but the thing that happened to Thea was not, it was circumstantial. And I chose, as as a player, I chose Mm -hmm. to turn it violent. You know what I'm saying? I think it's hard to 100% run a game where you as the DM don't put the players in a situation where they... 100% 100% will never have the option of violence. I think that there will always be that option. And when things look bad or when they go against their certain moral ethics, mm-hmm. I think it turns violent. Okay. So I don't know. I don't The answer is yes. I think you can. I, I personally don't think it it's would just be probable. like probable. Yeah.
1: It'd be extremely difficult. Yeah. For, I think yeah. if you
0: ran a campaign where everybody played like a noble.
1: Yeah. I thought about the same thing with like puzzles. I'm not good at puzzles, but I know a lot of people have like, uh, like puzzles within D and D games and stuff like that. That yeah. like the players have to play. I'm terrible with puzzles, so I don't. Even think
2: I I'd love be able to puzzles. Do it. I think. Yeah, I don't. I think Burning Wheel is a good example of like. I think that in Burning Wheel, we could have had all the combat that we've had without rolling dice. What do you mean? I think that like if we just. I'm thinking of some of the battles we had in, in like the recent session. we mm-hmm. We're like if I just said I do this and then you just said you do this and we just like we could have just played it off each other. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't know. Oh, wanna... I mean you could have. Yeah.
0: yeah. But that doesn't solve the issue of is there like that's still a campaign with violence in it.
2: Oh, with violence. Yeah, or I don't yeah, want to yeah. use the
0: word vi- with fight with yeah, combat. With like combat, yeah. Combat is still exists. I thought you
2: meant mechanically. Like, could no, you get no, away no. With but it? like
0: with the dice or without the dice, that's still an aspect. Combat is in Levi's character, right? You literally have it written as one of your beliefs. So, like, that's where I was saying it. It kind of comes down to the players now, and as a DM, but say you as a DM said, "I don't want to run any combat." Yeah, there's an element that you control, but the other element is. None of us can write characters that have combat backgrounds, and what are the odds that if you played an entire campaign start to finish, that no one would ever get into a scrap ever? yeah, so I, I just don't like know. the
1: minimalist idea like I don't like built in combat as much as that i can player driven combat, you know, like I don't like putting. Random think, encounter? Yeah, like, certain things are... I, I understand why it's difficult to do that if you're trying to drive a story, because... I mean, I had, like, the trials and all that stuff, or, you know, because that was an important part. Yeah. But, um, to me, it's just... I, I don't like the idea of, like, all right, you guys have to go through this hallway, and in this hallway, there's gonna be four people you have to defeat, or you can't go past. Like, you don't I in the don't story. like that either. Yeah. Maybe
2: you would enjoy our Tuesday game.
0: It's really...
1: It's really combat heavy like that? No, 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 no. no, you, no, you, no. Would oh, you would enjoy it. Oh, okay.
0: No. It's only yeah. combat heavy when we're dumb and we go into combat. Like, But
2: see, that... Like, any like. combat That's that we kind of, that we get into is something that we know and we, we're choosing to. And a lot yeah. of times when or, it's bad
0: combat, it's like something because we've, we've left our guard fucked down. up. Yeah, yeah. It's like, a
2: consequence, exactly. It's, it's
0: kind never of, yeah. like... Like, if we set up all the right precautions, like, we're like, okay, we're traveling for four days, we set up all the right precautions, we do this, we do that. He doesn't roll on a random encounter table. But, like, yeah. he'll ask questions to be like, okay but did you guys pack this who bought this who did this and then if we forget one of those things we have a consequence Mm -hmm. but if we make sure to be like oh i'm casting this at night i do this at night i set this up at night then it's like okay well obviously you would be fine that
1: i like i like the idea of like i want to get better at that like kind of being like they didn't kind of say they did this or like you know they didn't take this new account so like throw something in there that would exactly
0: that to be like and i'll also like to teach you a lesson a little bit to be like Okay, remember mm. this is the easy part of the campaign. So when you go do this big thing, remember this scenario, yeah. remember these things, whatever. It also helps if we have someone in our group who's very like detail oriented. Like yes. she is very yes. like, well, we would obviously pack this. We would obviously bring that. We would, uh, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Me, I'm like got my bag, let's go. <laughs> Hit the road, got my loot, my liar. We'll figure it out. Guys, put me on that horse. I'm riding on.
1: <laughs> Give me that apple card over there.
0: I made it work. You did. I made it work. Um Yeah, I you know, I'm not a big fan of combat, but I like it. I I think I like it more like what you're talking about. Like I like it for flavor text more than I like it for mm-hmm. like dice rolling. Yeah. Right, like, right, right.
2: It's good for the story i mean it's it the dice it ro- the dice rolling is almost just so like the dm doesn't have absolute like
0: free reign it's
2: not just the dm yeah. telling a story and you know what i mean like that if there's an actual game aspect to it don't
0: get me wrong fighting is fun sometimes i'm not gonna Absolutely. lie yeah i like casting fireball especially you love
2: murdering like, things I high really stakes do. combat in D D is like exhilarating
0: but combat really doesn't get interesting until you're at those higher levels like first, second, and third level of combat are boring, especially if you have no spells. Like I loved my rogue more than anything, but do you know how boring it was? I run, I stab, I run away. It's just like well, it's
2: it's yeah. boring. If like like the boring aspect of it is like you don't have high modifiers, so like you're missing a lot. And but stuff that's what like I
0: that. mean. But also like you don't have any of the fancy footwork stuff that you get. Like literally as a rogue. You get sneak attack. But do you know what you need to get sneak attack? You need advantage or you need someone to be within five feet. So it's like there's stipulations built in that are hard. And I'm not saying not without reason. At first level, you shouldn't have it super easy. But like, yeah, it kind of makes it boring when all you do is combat at first level.
1: And that's the other thing, though. That's it's all like, what are you do. what are you fighting? Because the DM can't give you anything right, relevant fighting, to like, fight. You're fighting like, oh, there's a goblins, swarm of bats. Giant that's... rats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Um, So, you know, I think combat is enjoyable at higher levels, especially if you have people who are good at running combat. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm not. Like, I know that that's somewhere that I struggle with is I put a lot of attention into, like, the role play story aspect that when I get to the combat, I'm almost like, okay, I rolled a 20. What did you like? You know, like I try really hard at the beginning to be like, and you do this and then you miss and then the dragon moves out of the way. But there's yeah. really so much flavor text I got because I'm not super versed in medieval combat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then especially when you try to ask the like the PCs, you try to be like, OK, well, what what does your fireball look like? What does it look like when you cast a spell? And like someone's like and listen, I am also I also do this, but it's like. Oh, my shatter is pink. And it's like this. And it's like, okay, that's not much to work with. And, like, don't be wrong, I do it too. Mm -hmm. But, like, there's only so much flavor text you can do with combat that... Yeah,
2: especially on the fly. Like, if it's something that's not... Oh, my God. It's really bad when you... It's not really... It feels bad when you're not prepared for the flavor text. (sighs) Like, you feel like you're not contributing. Like, usually I'm good at flavor text, but one time, like, I cast Healing Word. And somebody was like, oh, what's the Healing Word?
0: Definitely Denise.
2: Yeah, it was. But... You know, and like, I just couldn't think of anything. And I was like, damn. I just, like, I felt like I just, like, took everything and everybody out of the game because I couldn't come up with a word for my healing word. Like, so the word is heal,
0: the word is don't die, bitch. There you go. Um, You know, on that topic, how in depth do you guys get with like preparations of your games? And whether that's running or playing, like what are some things that you've done that have really been like kind of ridiculously in depth prepped for, or do you not?
2: I find my character as I play. It's really, it must be, it must be so annoying for my DMs. And I know it is. (laughs) I'm sorry, Ian. But like, I usually don't even have a backstory until like I've played the character and kind of like got a feel for, For I have an idea of what I want the backstory to be. So I let that inform like the personality, you know, that I give the character for Uh the first couple sessions, but like, unless it's like a joke backstory or something like that, which I've done, but like, if I'm trying to come up with a real like character that I want to play, that I want to enjoy, that I want to get some depth out of, I usually don't. Know what the backstory is until I've played mm-hmm. it for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I feel like as a player, I need to play the same way as Mitch because even in our like Fallout campaign, like I had a, you know, we had a backstory, all we that did. stuff. But I felt like you know, like some, um some sessions, like I'd forget like my character's personality or like you know, I'm like, oh wait, no, I'm supposed to be, st- I'm supposed to do this every time something like this happens. Yeah. I'd forget it a lot, so my character would kind of change. So the backstory really didn't matter. The only part that stuck was that Allie was my sister and And she was smarter than me. And you you fucked up all of our plans. And I fucked everything up. And I probably would have done that anyway, even if it wasn't (laughs) in my backstory. Oh, we'd get
0: characters. Yeah. (laughs) But what's like the most... Okay. So what is the most prepped you've been... Like, what have you done to go in depth for any sort of... I imagine yours is Burning Wheel, but... Yeah, it would
1: definitely be Burning Wheel, Um like scene wise or like yeah just like what
0: is something that you've done or that you do or that you plan to do that has been because you guys know i'm extra so like i know that i do a lot of extra things but like what have you done that you've either been like super proud of or like something that you're like i always take time to do this That i don't know just any of it okay um
1: well i definitely think as far as like uh like planning in advance i have a lot of things down the line that I don't even know if it'll ever come into fruition in the game. Like there's groups of people in new Sorvia that like you guys don't know exist yet or anything like that, that already like they're more fleshed out than some of the NPCs I have in the game. Um, But outside of that, I mean the, like I wrote the, the Norlo speech for like his like prison trial or something like that. And that, that took me like a long time and I was really nervous doing it and I almost didn't do it at all. Honestly um but yeah like stuff like that uh coming up with like the um the feast for dragons and like Your where i kind of wanted it detailed. to go that's kind of yeah and the other thing was like the maps for me that that took a lot of time i to told plug you into that shit was hard i could tell yeah. you put a
0: lot of work into those
1: yeah but um i honestly i try to focus more on having kind of set dialogue like i don't think about how conversations are gonna go because i don't know like how those conversations go with your uh your players and everything um but i try and have something that you know that the npc will say or something and things like that um yeah, so it would probably be the speech. I mean, the the oracle scene and kind of having like oh, the rhyme scheme, stuff like that. That, that was, was probably cool. one of those two.
0: So speeches. That's good. Yeah, those that's are a hard. big one.
1: Yeah, because I, I'm I, again, I don't have a great memory. So it takes me a long time to actually like memorize something and then to do it in an accent it's it's rough i think it'll be a lot easier with us not filming now too because the other podcast. yeah because sure, i could yeah. read it and it'll have the same effect on the people watching yeah but i do get nervous with like you know like oh, i'm gonna have to pull out my phone and like read this and you know i'm fucking Man. sweating while i'm doing it
0: <laughs> you're good at it though i like the speeches i respect that i um <laughs> i do a lot i have so <coughs> for my bard i have songs i have a playlist that i sent to my dm Hmm. so when i say i'm just playing he plays the playlist so it's just music that i like Uh, oh that's awesome um i have recorded songs on youtube specifically for events so when they happen uh i can play them over discord and i don't have to sing them
2: upcoming on tuesday
0: yeah Awesome. Um, we have a
2: funeral for a pc character and i know Allie's recorded a song for it
0: (laughs) well i've had the song for weeks because i didn't know when we would get to the funeral so i've had the song ready um the first time I played this character, we opened the campaign with a song that I wrote and sang.
2: I remember that. I remember that. That was the yeah, first that's thing. that's a big one. That's yeah. literally how
0: the game started was like the DM described the tavern and he was like, and tonight playing is Vixen Thornwood. And I literally started the campaign with a song.
1: Oh man, that would have made me it so was, nervous. And like, you
0: know, I don't get nervous. I was so nervous. Yeah. I was like, I literally had to take my headphones off because I didn't want to hear any of them. Mm hmm like, like what, I mean, they were all super yeah. super supportive don't get me wrong everybody was like oh my god that's so awesome blah 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 um I told you guys today that I want to start a character journal
1: yes yes
0: <laughs> um that I'm excited about I want to do so I saw people doing this like anime journals mm-hmm. where like they like uh, you guys know I've been watching a lot of like my hero and stuff like that and it was one of the videos that got recommended so I was like oh whatever and I was at work um doing the schedule and I just needed something in the background and They basically the anime journals, like they take pictures from the anime and then they write like their favorite quotes and their favorite things. I was like, man, how cool would it be if I took like character art and then I just wrote like the backstory on one page and then like favorite memories that happened or like even quotes that I've said that I've been like super about or I don't know, something like that
1: like your big moments and yeah, stuff exactly. like that that's a really good idea. especially like like you I've said you're in a campaign for like three years and yeah, stuff like that and I've yeah.
0: retired so many characters and I have so many memories with certain characters and I'm like I don't want to forget these but like I'll never do anything with these characters again but it's kind of like a cool way to commemorate unless we go
1: with like an origin story so. <laughs> have you ever, yeah
0: exactly have you ever
2: like based a character on something else
0: a lot of things yeah
2: have you ever based a character on a song
0: um, I have written short stories, so I've written short stories based on songs, and I've had characters come out of those short stories. I've never, like, heard a song and been like, that's a character to me. I
2: Yeah, like, there, there, I was, this, actually, this past week, I was listening to a song, and I was like, this entire song would be so cool, like, it would be such a cool, like, experiment to, like, try to, make a D&D character off of the lyrics of this song so what's the song um it's it's a rap song by lupe fiasco it's called the cool and it's about this guy who wakes up in his coffin like 6 months after he got shot on his street corner and like he just like has no idea why he woke up he just wakes up remembers everything and then just takes the bus to his street corner and finds the kids that shot him like and, and then fronts them badass, and there's like what a cool idea for like like what if that's yeah. like your, your dnd like you just like wait a minute what why am i why am i alive like
0: is that the song that's like the passing me by blah 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 something you die yeah yeah, 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 yeah. okay
2: cool the Cool by Lupe Fiasco.
1: For those of you who don't know, Mitch is a huge Lupe he Fiasco. He is. He has always I mean, been a, a pretty big Lupe yeah, Fiasco. Yeah,
2: I like Lupe Fiasco, but like, like, <laughs> yeah, I like Lupe yeah, I like it. But And I've listened to that song a million times. And just last week I was listening to it and I was like, wow, that is a DD character right there.
0: I think that's a cool idea. We, we should, should try that. We should all pick say, a song and like try and build and like a character.
2: character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'll we'll do build that. Build it. Off the
0: cool. So let's all right. All right. So we had homework to do accents. Um which we can, but we chose not to.
2: You, we figured you for guys all didn't of you. want to listen to a whole episode of
0: But that would be kinda of cool. So for next week, everybody find a song mm-hmm. and write a character backstory.
2: Make a character sheet out off of a song. Yeah. I could dig it.
0: D and D, I guess. Yeah, it makes or sense. Or burning? Well, I guess burning wheel is more like.
2: Burning um, wheel is hard because you have to like.
0: Yeah, the ages and all
2: that. The life paths and the, the life, life paths. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, so.
1: D and D works. D and
0: D. Song edition. I'm gonna make a rapper, named Congo. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> um. All right, so that's our homework for next week. Everybody, be all there right. or get in trouble.
2: I did not, you know, we
0: <laughs> we killed a lot of time real fast. Yeah,
2: I, I just looked down and I was like, Jesus, are we done? Are we if we if we are we kind of like
0: yeah, you know, wrap
2: up mode right now? Yeah, yeah, kind of. I guess so. These these free
1: It's hard to keep track of time with the freestyle episodes. Because you I just go say. from one thing to the yeah. other
0: to the other to the other. Um, any any closing thoughts, everybody? How how is your week going? How's your um, life going? Pretty good, pretty yeah. good. You know, yeah,
2: kind of getting back to normal pandeyroni seems to be uh, yeah. even though you know there's some sort of uptick or something supposedly but well that's
0: cuz like everything's opened yeah. so there now there's a lot of like spikes also school
2: life seems to exactly. be
0: normalizing a little bit yeah i would say so
1: yeah not that would
0: um we're going to start twitching <laughs>
1: And Patreon at
0: some point. The Twitch, the twitchy Twitch, um, that's kind of next up for me is Twitch.
2: Watch Allie play Among Us on Twitch.
0: Yes, um, I will kill them for you.
2: Absolutely,
1: and you know, make suggestions for ASMR. She's really into.
0: <laughs> I really am. I don't <laughs> she know. She loves it. Listen, you guys should listen to some ASMR. I'll do it, and then you're gonna listen to it, and you're gonna see it's not so bad.
2: Yeah, I heard the term ASM artist one
0: time. No, yeah, ASM artist,
2: and I decided that. I wanted to throw my laptop out the window when I heard that. You thing. know, so.
0: some of us don't sleep well. Some of us.
1: You know, that's a good point. Uh, man, we should. All right. ASMR is going to be a, like a topic on our next podcast because there, there is something to be said about like. I've been having this stuff where, like, I need to listen to something when I go to sleep, but TV's terrible for
0: me. You know, Try ASMR.
2: You know what I do? Yeah. And you ever see those videos that are, like, eight hours of rainfall noises? Yeah, yeah no, that's what I've been using.
1: For and me. who they
0: told you about that? Me. me. You
2: you yeah.
1: Which is, like, I guess, like, it you know, like AS- the OG form of
0: ASMR. It <laughs> is ASMR yeah. to a degree. I mean, I don't really know what it stands for, audio, sensory, blah, blah, blah. But it's basically things that trigger, like, senses of relaxation. And for p- different people, it's different things. Rain, waves. Yeah. And some people are triggered by like voices. Like I remember the first video I ever watched that explained it well to me was like, did you ever just have like a teacher or a friend who like when they would whisper when you were younger, they would it would just like calm you. And there's some people that sound like that online that I found that like trigger that to me. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like I could just go to sleep right now. You
1: know what it is? I don't trust those people, though. So (laughs) I can't I can't fall into it. Like if they have too nice of a voice and it's like soothing to me, I'm like. See, I've it's, seen too many serial killer shows. I know what this is. I know what you're doing.
0: It's never people with like super nice voice. Like it's never mm. like the calmest voice. There's just certain people that trigger it. At, at least for yeah. me. It I just, think it's a
2: psychological thing. I think
0: like, so there's, too. It has some there's relation just,
1: to you or the way you hear it. And- so- yeah, but then they have
2: that nice whispery voice and then they pull like a video game controller off their thing and they go, okay now, listen to this and they just think no okay somebody, like, but what? that's what i'm
0: saying it's not they're not all like that like there's people that rant so like the one girl i watch i think i like because she's super similar to me we're the same age mm-hmm. she's into all the same things so like the same video games the mm-hmm. same music the same anime like she has the same personality so i think for me it's almost like being comforted by somebody that i like i if okay it's yeah, the yeah, way yeah, i yeah. would like to be um and like a big one is like hair playing is like a big thing so like when i watch someone getting their hair played with it like triggers that same like i know you maybe don't understand this but like getting your hair played with is like the best feeling in the world so like watching someone it almost triggers that like
1: i do understand that because mm-hmm. as, as a bald man <laughs> we have a thing with getting our heads rubbed it's like a weird and now if you, you, know, you watch the yeah. video
0: now imagine watching like a quiet video nothing else and you just watch them no it's a little voyeuristic and i get that like it's a little mm-hmm. creepy but when you're by yourself in your bed, it it like no one's watching you. It's not like you're sitting in public, like, look at this bald man getting his head rubbed.
1: <laughs> no, you know what it does it for me though. like when i I think I equate it to like a like if I see like a scene and a, like a movie or something like that, and they're just they're just sitting there and they're like talking they're like petting a dog does it like for some calm reason you down? it just yeah, yeah, it's, it calms me it's, down
0: that's what it triggers. I also find it weird when they're like on a video game controller and they're like, like that's weird to me, but like wood sounds are really nice to me like when people are like,
1: Dice I could see, too. And yeah, like anything cards that makes cards that, opening like... Because I like the feeling and of... And we like see. that yeah. sound,
0: and you like the, like... The crinkle and yeah. Exactly. So anything... I think some of them get crazy because there's a lot of ASM artists that, like, try different things because they're like, let me do this crazy Cause cause Let me is, eat this, try this bag to of stand-out.
2: Cheetos. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's yeah.
0: muck banging. Oh,
2: God. Oh, that's, no, let's not get muck okay.
0: That's different, though. Eating on... And that's where the differences come in is, like, eating on camera is a different thing than ASMR, which can trigger the same mm. emotions. Like some people are into that, but that's like a subset culture. That's a different culture entirely like that. That's a different thing we can get into. But anyway, ASMR, I'm really into. And I used to be one of those people that was like, oh, my God, that's super weird. But it damn do I listen to it every single night when I go to bed. Yeah.
2: So like we've established that I scare easy. <laughs> <laughs> so she's got this on her phone it playing out loud. And I'm like getting up at like five o'clock in the morning to pee or something like that, and I'm like I wake up and all and all I hear is this from the other end of the bed. (laughs) My wife is sleeping, but the voice is whispered but loud, kind of aggressive.
0: What the (laughs) fuck's going on? Who's in my
2: room?
1: (laughs) Oh my god, that that does seem like it could be kind of kind of creepy. Listen,
0: there's times I've woken up and it's not okay. Like I I've also delved into. (laughs) I've delved into the weird word world of ASMR, um, you know. So we might have woken up to like Bakugo talking to me in the middle of the night, but that's neither here nor there. Might have, <laughs> you know. I whatever. know I've woken up to it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but overall, I mean, there's some cool ASMR disks, GB ASMR. She's also like a nerd and like does all the cool like nerd stuff, D and D stuff. So like mm. whatever, she's about it, you know. Um, she also dressed up as Bakugo, but, again, neither here nor there. It's
1: um, just foreshadowing <laughs> for everything Ally's going to do. We know that, so. Uh,
2: she's
0: I, my idol. I
2: think that at the beginning I kind of gave ASMR. Uh, I didn't give it a chance because of the whole, like, I might have associated it with mukbanging thing. Yeah, and it's, a, Same, little, and it's a
0: little voyeuristic. I won't even, like, take that away from you, but the idea of when you watch it by yourself, a lot of them are called, like, personal attention, and I think that's the thing that gets people is, like, it's focused on you and there's a lot of things that are like focused on you as like an individual and then you just find the videos that work for you there's a lot that i don't watch like i don't like scratching or like brushing of microphone that's annoying to me i like tapping and i like this one girl particularly i like her voice like that's all yeah. i listen to i don't listen to like everything in the universe I, most of the time i like when people don't talk and they just tap on like a keyboard yeah. or like a box or like wood wood is chef's kiss
1: <laughs> chef's kiss <laughs> okay now
0: we're gonna tap on someone so look forward to my
1: asmr oh damn we don't have the dice back out i was gonna be like... um
0: so yeah coming soon my asmr maybe uh, you know a few times i've almost filmed it this week because i've been up till 5 a.m so i'm like maybe i'll do that in the middle of the night one night just film some asmr see how it goes i'll do like a little instagram live of it yes, yeah yeah just do to it. Just to see. So, ASMR coming soon. Twitch coming soon, where we are going to play Among Us. Patreon gonna get, coming soon. We're going to get Ghost Unit 25 to play with us.
1: <laughs> yep. Um, and um,
0: Patreon coming an soon. An event
1: coming soon. Uh, thanks to yes, our producer, Joe, for bringing Joe. that up. It's a great idea. We definitely want to um, look into that. We're going to discuss that more. And
0: Over the next few weeks. So, please, yeah. we'll we'll be posting some stuff on Instagram, Twitter, get some feedback, some ideas. Um,
1: have a whole fucking Halloween party
2: or <laughs> murder mystery honestly party. at this
0: point it might just be like a spooky Halloween event which would be kind of fun if we get
2: it done by that time yeah. D&D one shot
0: yeah right i mean listen we can get the game together can we get the venue and everything on yeah board? and get
1: organized yeah, and, and
0: get you guys you know there.
1: you're like one of two people in your building so <laughs> getting the time off no i'm one of one person <laughs> oh now you're one. yeah <laughs>
0: um so yeah so you know we'll get something together it'll be yep. super fun scala hit us with that
2: social media
1: Big deck at Big deck Energy on YouTube, where you could find a link to our Discord, also on Apple Podcast and SoundCloud. On Twitter, Big deck Energy underscore, and on Instagram, Big deck Energy podcast.
0: You did it!
2: And thick boy Mitch at OnlyFans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thick boy Mitch,
2: and we're gonna end on that note.
0: Good night from Thick boy Mitch. Good night. Oh, Good night that everybody. is a clip. I hope oh, you know that. God.